0: What's up everybody and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. It is 2024, gentlemen. It is a happy New Year. We genuinely wished you that in the Far From Home podcast. Yeah, it was now, genuine, guys. It, it, was, yeah, it, it was. It wasn't phony. Was 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 <laughs> yeah. And now we're 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 well into um, the first week of the year, and we're we've been watching movies. But this year, we, we, there's a lot of good stuff coming up. But we're taking a look back Mm. this week. And at the end, a look forward, but we're taking a look back at twenty twenty-three. What was the best things that happened in twenty twenty three? What was the worst things that happened in twenty twenty three across movies and television shows in the multiverse? We have affectionately dubbed this the Multiverse Awards. The only award show that truly matters across the multiverse. We
1: beat the Oscars to it. Who? No one knows who. The
0: Academy, more like Cringe Academy. Oh, yeah. nice, nice, Micah. <laughs> That's right. So, us three, me first, Ben Rayside, the co-host of this podcast. Second,
1: Mr. Ethan Wentzloff. Ethan, how you doing? Doing good. The The Kennergy in this room is very good yeah. right yeah. now, and I'm the excited Kennergy. to talk about everything that we watched last year. This is, I mean... Our focus for
0: 2023 was the Marvel movie marathon and we got one of those out almost every week so taking a break from that coming in here sharing our opinions from all the great stuff that came out in 2023 certainly a welcome uh, kind of diversion from that also. Who is a welcome diversion in almost any situation that he's in? Is Mr. (laughs) Micah Head. Micah, how are you? I'm doing great.
2: 2023 was an explosive year for cinema. um, Lots of people were going to the theater, caring about things that nobody cared about before in film, and it was just—it was a resurgence of the theater. We thought that that uh, No Way Home was the resurgence, but this was the true renaissance. Since COVID, I feel.
0: Would you guys say that this is the this is the best year for film as a media in general since the pandemic? Since the pandemic,
2: I would say so, yeah. I think that everyone's back in full swing. Uh, we had, I mean, just looking at our lineup here, every single director that's like still alive put out wow. movies this year.
0: Yeah. And will yeah. next year too. It's crazy. And we're going to talk about it. We're gonna rank them. We're gonna talk about the stuff we didn't like. We're gonna talk about the stuff we liked today, and I'm certainly looking forward to it. But Ethan, you've got you've got a list oh, yeah. from last year's oh, Multiverse Awards. Excited.
1: Could you could you read that for us? Yeah, going into this year, we were excited for for many things, but we narrowed it down on last year's podcast to our top five. So I'm gonna read off our top five that we had going into this year. So Micah's top five going to this year. Oh, here we go. Number one. Dune Part Two, still hyped, still Ooh. looking forward to it. Oh, didn't come out though. <laughs> Damn. uh two. Micah, Jedi Survivor. I did not play that. Did not play. <laughs> oh, for no. two for Micah. The DNF. <laughs> <laughs> Micah, three. John Wick. Four. I did watch that, and it was that, good. Was, that was good. It was good. Was right? I almost watched Pretty Paddington good. Two, I guess. <laughs> but you had an unexpected switch up last minute. So Ooh. across the Spider Verse slid into your number three spot actually. So then John Wick was your fourth spot. And then in fifth place you had Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. All right. So I watched every
2: movie that came out on my list that year. Fantastic.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. But not 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 uh not Jedi Survivor. I did not play Jedi I didn't
2: have have money to to put down. I didn't have the time I guess. But I watched a lot of movies. As someone who did play the game very, very good. It was good? Yes.
0: I thought it was fantastic. Better than the first.
2: Yeah, it took me a good two years to play the first one, so <laughs> you got time. Yeah, yeah, I got time.
1: <laughs> I'll wait till it's like less than twenty bucks. Just you didn't you didn't hit it in the year where you wanted to hit it, Mike. Yeah, and that's okay. Let's uh let's take a look at Ben's list. So Ben, number one, Most High Project Morbius two was Morbius three. No, I'm kidding. It was Ahsoka. <laughs> then number two, Mandalorian season three. Third place, Spider Man across the Spider Verse, Loki season two, and number five transformers rise of the beasts rise of the peak. wow
0: that was number five That <laughs> how was your number
1: five most
2: excited how does that match up with uh okay with your uh, reception of it well we'll see as the
0: podcast right. goes on shall we a lot mm. of shows
1: mm. a lot of shows the, the, the gi joe uh cliffhanger <laughs> rise of the beast really got you scratching your head huh mm-hmm. and then yes. mine were number one most hype loki season two i had guardians volume three mission impossible dead reckoning ahsoka and then mando season three and then a few honorable mentions we threw out were the super mario movie oppenheimer barbie the last of us yeah so not not a a bad list
2: we had going into this year i'd say our honorable mentions probably should have been on on our our list a lot more
0: (laughs) well so i I like that barbie made it on there because a year ago when we did this barbie was not as hyped I if look at when all. barbenheimer
2: actually started peaking
0: right was what was that always designed to be released on the same day no right i
2: think uh it wasn't and then
0: all of a and sudden they
2: switched whoa they were have? announced at different times and then uh warner bros uh barbie people were like hey you guys might want to switch your movie because okay. uh you know barbie oppenheimer's coming out the same day you don't want to you know ruin
1: sales of your own movie barbie and the, they got they're a like, tank, you yeah. know what we're good, and then they just kept it. Okay, we go head to head in a a battle to see who wins, and when they both won, <laughs> they both won that battle. Barbie a little more so, but uh, from a money standpoint, also, from a yeah. money standpoint, mm-hmm. definitely. What what are, what's your graph looking yeah, like? Yeah, like Barbenheimer
2: really just started peaking in in j- June, right before the movie came out in July. So I remember just...
1: it was a real thing because when I went to see Dial of Destiny. On the 30th june 30th when did oppenheimer come out
2: uh i think it was july 21st
1: mid-july for sure yeah some movie no it was when we saw dead reckoning july 21st yeah when we saw dead reckoning i was in the bathroom there was a dude in the bathroom with a barbenheimer shirt you remember this wild yeah and i was like oh this is like a this is a real, real real thing that is you know breaking through the zeitgeist that was one of the coolest
2: things that came out of this year was just the influence of barbenheimer it got so many people to see both of those fantastic movies probably one of the greatest experiences i had
0: in in cinema this year this summer specifically so i mean it seemed like for a time one big movie was coming out each week did it hurt the box offices of a lot of films probably but Mm -hmm. it as a viewer of film Each week, having something hype to watch was, I mean, it was special. And then having that right in Mm. the middle of it, Barbenheimer was special. There were so
2: many Netflix exclusives, too, that came out that it got me to buy Netflix. Can you guys believe this? I spent money on Netflix for the first time in my life.
0: And really? Yes. What was this?
2: Just recently? Two days ago. (laughs) Two days ago, I I bought Netflix Uh, so that I can watch... You watch the killer. Um, you watch I watched the killer, but I was using Parker's grandparents uh, Netflix for a while oh. until it kicked me off for the like you can't have it. The password sharing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I watched a lot of Netflix things.
0: That's okay. I'm I'm gonna have to do that in 2024. You as gotta well. get that, it. was worth that it. Rebel Moon. In, they huh? have a
2: they have an ad free. <laughs> or they have an uh, an ad version that I have. It's like seven bucks a month.
0: And you can do it with ads. Yeah,
2: they show ads at the beginning, and that's it as far as I've seen yeah
1: oh that's pretty good which you watch for like a $13 price okay. difference that's not bad and
2: no. it's 1080p it's not 4k but like yeah, who I cares figures.
1: I feel like
0: this year just looking back and it was a year where I just kind of realized that franchises attached to big corporations really did not and are not going to be putting out yeah the most high quality content it's now, crazy there were some big ones from some huge you know companies for sure But they were with directors who wanted to do what they wanted to do with their films. They were with studios who allowed them to do it. And those ended up being some of the best projects of the year. And it's kind of soured my taste to a lot of big franchise Mm. films, specifically Marvel and DC in general, juggernauts of the last 10 years.
1: who Uh, One of those I'd call a juggernaut of the last 10 years.
0: Money wise, it's been even the DC universe has been pretty good. Over the last 10 Ouch. years. But Marvel, in and of itself, that's another big one. And just <laughs> most of them were stinkers this year. That's very hit or miss.
2: It was like you got yeah. a good one, and then you got like the absolute worst trash you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And then you're on to <laughs> Spider Verse, and you're, you're like, like, this is great. And then Flash, and then right Guardians 3. And you're like, that was, was truly a roller coaster of cinema. Yeah. As people who
1: cover fandom films, we, or we like to pride ourselves on that. Who on the panel saw Aquaman two? Yeah, Ouch. none of The it. crickets. <laughs> Oof.
2: <laughs> I mean, it only came out two weeks ago.
1: That's that's one that I'm specifically saving though for when we do our our. Yes. Uh, our DC, Our DC watch. DC so you're DC confirming marathon. it right now, DC Watch three. Well, oh, we're gonna do it eventually. Eventually for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Come on. I mean there's some not next. There's some good stuff and there's some memeable stuff in there for sure. It's it would be fun to watch
1: all the DC EU.
0: <laughs>
2: well, I heard uh that if you like the Flash and its nonsensical stupidity, then you'll like Aquaman.
0: I hear it's not as bad as people say. Yeah. That's I, for sure. I hear it's not complete but, and utter
1: garbage. But I mean, that's not <laughs> the kind of pitch you want to hear. Yeah, that's the problem, When you spend man. two hours of your life going to see a movie. Well, it's not complete and utter garbage. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I'm and waiting that, for that to go on, Max. I
0: feel like a lot of people said that with a lot of big movies this year. Mm. Yeah, it's not terrible. Okay, what's the, what's the reason again. to see it? You know? It's
2: crazy because there were so many... Movies that you expected to be so good this year, yeah. Like we, we were like, okay, Flash could be big. We, you know, people were hyping it up all year last year. uh They were like, oh, this is a life changing movie.
0: Didn't Best like Tom Cruise say to that, that? That yeah, Super think, Bowl trailer. I remember sitting yeah. there and thinking, holy, can like, can there's fish. no way this could be good. This looks amazing.
2: Yeah, and and <laughs> then it comes out, and we have the most forgettable superhero movies
1: <laughs> ever that came out this year. They, had, yeah, you're right. Tom Cruise, like he did, say <laughs> the Flash is cinema, and then James Gunn was like, "This is the best movie I've ever seen in my and life." Then
2: Martin Scorsese said, "I'm quitting because this is so good." <laughs> <laughs> wow, Another one of those three statements quote.
1: was a joke. That's for you, listeners. Eighty one year old out.
0: Martin Scorsese put out a movie this year. Did you see it, Ben? Did not see Killers of the Flower Moon. No, I wish I did. I was trying to get in a lot of movies at the end of the year, mm. but
2: a lot of movies just came out in the fourth quarter this year.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just kind of snuck under the radar.
2: Yeah. I I didn't expect any of these movies to come out and I ended up watching almost
0: all of them. The holdovers is one that I wish I watched like big time. I wish I watched that one. And I I got a bunch of guys. I hope it's on your guys' list. You guys can talk about it. I really want to to watch
2: past lives and anatomy of a fall. And, um, Oh, what was the other one I wanted to watch? There was one more. But yeah, there were like so many movies. I I saw tons. Oh Godzilla minus one. Yes. Oh. I wanted to see all of these movies. But I Oh, and uh, Boy in the Heron. Like I watched so many tens out of ten movies. Not like actually ten out of ten but, but ones they were you really crazy enjoy. good. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Memorable movies this year. And there were still so many that I missed. Yep. There's still so many that I'm like, all right, I I respect that's a great movie or whatever, but I'm probably never gonna be able to see it. Yeah. Like poor things, <laughs> Saltburn, um, The Beast, uh, Teachers' Lounge. Like these are all movies that I haven't. Like, you guys probably even heard of these, oh. and, and they're <laughs> okay. they're like, wow, yeah,
0: <laughs> I gotta yeah. see these. I still haven't watch Attack
2: on Titan. I hear that was like one of the greatest season finales or series finales ever, and. <laughs> Like, I
0: haven't seen it yet. Have you seen any of it?
2: I've seen up to season three, part two, I think. Interesting. Okay. There's three parts of season. Yeah, there's the a final lot of parts season, and seasons. And- whatever the last season yeah. is. I've seen all the way up until then, and, okay. I, and I dropped off. But, like, there was so much yes. greatness that came out of this year, and it's absolutely mind-blowing that even the greatest of comic book movies that came out this year wasn't even close to the greatest, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that going forward here. I'd like to I'd like to introduce the categories for today's awards, gentlemen. We have on the docket coming forward best performance. We have the most disappointing project of 2023. We have Uh, New category, best new movie slash TV show that you saw that is not from 2023. So this is just in your leisure. What did you watch? What new thing did you watch this year that you liked? Not from 2023. Worst project of the year. That's always a good one. Best soundtrack and score. Mm. Doesn't have to be this synonymous. Um, We also have a couple honorable mentions of 2023. Stuff we'd like to shout out that's not going to make our best of. Then we have top five worst projects, and then we have the top five best, ending off with our most anticipated for 2024. So that is all to come. We're also going to, we did, Ethan did a poll on the Instagram for your guys' picks. We're going to be reading those uh, near, near when we talk about our favorite ones uh, as well. So all of that is in store. Gentlemen, should we start with our first category? Do you want to open our sling ring? Do you want to do the intro? Do it, we, yeah. Well, yeah. that's a I, yeah. record <laughs> long intro, right I guess there. We, I guess we do. Oh, we don't need to do that. We're it's, already it's here. Not, it's, We're, yeah, right. We've We're traveled. here. And if you guys, if you guys, by some chance, we miss something that you guys really loved that we didn't talk about, please Which leave it down in the comments. Definitely below. gonna happen. Yes. Let's, oh, for yeah. sure.
2: Let's drop our atom bomb. Let's kill the flower moon and let's go <laughs> mini bowling because it's
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> for the multiverse awards (laughs) all right gentlemen let's start it off with best performance of the year best performance this is the performance that an actor or actress gave that really captured you the most this is going to be in a draft setting Mm. last year we had a lot of repeats oh that's my pick oh it's also your pick as well we're not going to do
1: that this year when someone picks it, that they are off the table. See, I, I want to just take one, not because I personally think it, but I want to take Micah's. <laughs> wow, I think I know what Micah's. Is. Like you can, you nah, can be like that. You can. You can be like that.
0: That's what the draft is all about. Because <laughs> Ethan, you are starting Ooh. off. All right, Ezra my, Miller. Ezra Miller in the
2: Let's <laughs> go. Which one? Josh Peck. In <laughs> oh, all ben, ben
1: Affleck in the Flash is Robert my performance Wills. of the year. <laughs> all right, I uh, there, there we're gonna. Have, I know we're gonna have three different ones, but there were so many great performances this year that I just got so enthralled in. But the one that stood out to me and the one that I want to give my, my multiverse Oscar to is Jeremy Allen white in the bear. Just this. I, I oh, think I about mine. I, I took yours. Yeah. But Jeremy Allen white just that. sells it. If you haven't seen the bear, go check it out. There are quite a bit of is that Apple TV. That is Hulu. Hulu. It's uh FX Hulu? through Hulu. It's got quite a bit of F bomb. So just be ready for that. It's a little more vulgar in that way, but just the, The raw emotion that Jeremy Allen White conveys. And the show is about a dude opening a restaurant. That's the entirety of the show. And it captivates me so much. Mm. And this guy guy is a a top chef in the game. He's running a small-time Chicago restaurant. You'll learn that through the show as you watch it. Why that is and what happened. But Jeremy Allen White gets my my multiverse award this year. Okay, I from wish, what what season was it of The Bear this year? Season two came season out this two. year. Okay, but season one he's just as good.
0: They're making a season three yeah. next
1: this year, I guess twenty twenty four, right? We we don't know a release date yet, but uh, I'm hoping twenty twenty four. That would be great. All right,
0: Jeremy Allen
1: White gets the first pick, Micah.
2: All right, uh, <laughs> this might surprise you guys, but I thoroughly enjoyed. Paul Giamatti oh. in the holdovers. Oh, wow, Whoa. the holdovers came as a complete surprise to me, and I, I will be talking about it. Uh, spoiler alert later on, and um, yeah, I, I just love how his presence in the film is so like he feels like such a real character with so many uniqueness, so much uniqueness to him. Like in, in a in a year. That shares the same, like, theaters as The Flash and, um, you know, other trash... I'm not going to go... We already (laughs) talked about the Marvels, whatever. Um, To have characters that are still being brought to wide-release cinema that have such, like, deeply written-out character motives and history... I just love it. Just so I, heavily realized. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's they're so real, real characters, and and I, I just love
0: this curmudgeoned little fella. <laughs> Are you picking the same actor who in our Marvel movie marathon played no. the Rhino? The, the Rhino. Is yes, yes, he's a right. Spider-Man too. That's it right. is night
1: and day, though. You wow. you cannot tell that that guy is the same imbecile that. <laughs> put on that cgi rhino suit great pick mike i i love that i
2: loved it and and a close second just to call out the secondary actor in this movie dominic sessa first movie he's ever been in he kills it so
1: good that movie ended and i'm like ah dude i could have just taken six more hours of Mm -hmm. just them walking around talking
2: divine joy Ra- randolph is the third lead also great Lo- but you know the two main you'll leads. talk about it later i'll talk about, it, talk later. about it later i
1: just wanted to <laughs> yeah. all good right pick. good pick okay. paul giamatti all playing right. paul
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow okay it's not based off a true story no, or anything i guess no, we'll talk about that when we talk it's about not. the actual movie
2: that is the one movie out okay. of this year that i will be like yeah you have to see it."
0: you have okay all right So Jeremy Allen White, and then we have Paul Giamatti. Uh, I went back and forth this year. There were a lot of really good performances. Uh, Balin Skull was one that wasn't going to win, but I really liked him in Ahsoka. Mm, Uh, R.I.P. Ray Stevenson. Yes. um, Killian Murphy, uh, Oppenheimer. He was another fantastic performance. Uh, But I actually actually have to go with uh, an actor who... After I watched the film, I then went and watched a lot of his other films uh-huh. just because he was okay. so He's just good. literally me. He's literally me, He's He's all man. Of it's us going back. to Ryan Gosling. <laughs> oh, no way! Good pick. Are good you, pick. Ken, he, he was so energetic, so magnetic. I was so enthralled in his character. And, and the Barbie movie in general is just fantastic. But Ken, in my opinion, steals the show. And he has the, it, I It made me say... I I'm kind of, I mean, so many moments. He makes the movie. He is the reason I laugh so hard at so many moments in that movie. And I, I go away from Barbie thinking, man, you know, Barbie Margot Robbie was so good. They're almost on the same level as that. I mean, Ken's the side character. He's just Ken. But, man, is he more than that. And I,
1: Ryan Gosling gives a great performance. And everyone loved him in this, too. And we all embrace, like, the the Kenisms of it. But I do wonder how people would portray this movie if they had someone different at the helm. Mm-hmm. Because just having someone who is Ryan Gosling doing the, the most flamboyant, like, patriarch, like, all that right. stuff can come off so horribly bad if you have the wrong actor in there. And just Ryan Gosling is just the perfect mix of who we all want to be. Yeah. And he just, he plays Ken great.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yes. Have you guys seen Blade Runner 2049? I've been looking for an excuse to rewatch it.
0: No. And right. I, I would love to rewatch it. All right. Like, well, I would love to watch it. I should say. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. That was one of the ones that I didn't get to watch, even yeah. though I had seen the first Blade Runner, but awesome. I watched, uh, I watched drive. I watched first man. I watched, there was, there was one La more La La Yeah. La La Land. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was fantastic. He's mm. great. He's great. As Ken, uh, Jeremy Owen White, Paul Giamatti and Ryan Gosling. Those I think we covered are our,
2: everyone, but, uh, but our boy Killian and, uh, and Killian he, was he great. He, he was, he was, so he, was, good. he yeah. was the top of my list, but I just had to shout out the underdog there that I didn't expect to
0: be good. Like, yeah, it's Killian Murphy. That's yeah, true. <laughs> we, we knew Killian Murphy was yeah, going to yeah. kill it. He's fantastic. in everything he's in finally got the lead role in a movie. Mm. He's been the lead in the
2: show, but, I mean, he was fantastic, too. 28 Days Later was, I think, one of his last leads, and it was
0: like his first role. Okay. <laughs> if there's a performance that we didn't mention, shoot it in the comments below. But Rewars- we are going to move on. We're going positive. Now we're going negative. The Ooh, most disappointing project. project.
1: Whoa, <laughs> whoa.
0: We'll go with Micah first. Yeah, All right. Right. But go the ahead. most disappointing project of 2023, it has to be a project you had initial hype for going in. You were looking forward to it, and that project let you down. This is also going to be a draft. So you cannot pick the same one. Start with Micah. All right. So
2: I have uh one and a half picks because i do want to touch on one movie that left me with a bad taste in my mouth sounds like he's cheating a i am oh, cheating whoa, whoa. but you guys didn't see this so i can i can talk about oh, it and it's fine okay all right <laughs> um, Ooh, this movie is called leave the world
1: behind did you see it no oh, no when, when did that come out
2: uh it came out on netflix last month it's a netflix original i think when did you watch it i watched it last month okay um but yeah it was it was really great up until the end, and I'll leave it at that. So if it you wanted to watch behind, it, huh? it left me mm, behind. No. Um, I'll just say that the main character loves friends, and so it already was. It already had a chip on my shoulder. Mm. Okay. But yeah, the biggest disappointment of 2023 for me was Secret Invasion. Mm. Hands down, Ooh. no Ooh. contest <laughs> whatsoever. Ooh. I was hyped for this, believe it or not, yeah. going into it. I was like, as you should be. All right, you know, we, we've got the return of Nick Fury. Finally, he's not a scroll anymore. We didn't know he was a scroll before, but, you know, we're back. And uh, we. I can't wait to see this cool, like, spy,
1: espionage, espionage thriller. you know,
2: thriller, cool uh, subverting of everything. And it definitely subverted some expectations. <laughs> I'll just say that. Did and, you expect uh, it to be
0: good? Did I they did. subvert that one? Did. I did yeah. expect it
2: to be good. And unfortunately, every single episode, just left me feeling empty, feeling like I wasted, what were they, 40 minute episodes? Yeah. This was yeah. the show that made me think that TV was a lost cause that I was like, because yes. if you guys remember, we, 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 were, all at show. we were at <laughs> Man Camp and I was like. Man,
1: TV sucks.
2: I know. You I was sick. like,
1: why do I watch TV? You lost faith. I lost faith in TV. For and... those listeners that don't know what, what man camp is, <laughs> we, we did a men's retreat with our church. We weren't at like. We some had to be knuffed. Bible and... camp. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: And I. I... I, I lost faith in TV after this show, and and thankfully we had Ahsoka after it, right? We had some, we had some slightly better. I, I TV. made you watch Daredevil,
1: and then I watched you know? Daredevil, yeah. and I was like, all right, yeah. all right, maybe TV is an okay medium. You know, yeah, I, it I'm turned you. Still around. not gonna watch Survivor, but
2: <laughs> oh, there's um, only
1: forty five seasons. I watched,
2: <laughs> I watched Success. No, no, not Succession. I watched um, Severance this year. I heard Succession was good though too. Yes. Yeah. Um and severance was great i watched um daredevil and those were those were the things that made it like all right and loki you and loki, loki season two yeah. yeah i don't want to take away the thunder that right. someone else might have but um tv is not ruined we have echo my, coming my out Secret in five years almost
1: ruined tv for you yeah it yeah, almost that is. It did How for disappointing i was so us.
2: like utterly disappointed. Samuel yeah. L. Jackson I gets tuned to in. lead his own series. I tuned in for, what was that, six episodes? Yes, yeah. it was. Six weeks of my life where I was just like <laughs> in this blah of secret invasion. And I couldn't even like... Th- there was one episode, episode four. It's always episode four where I'm like, okay, yeah, there's some good things in here. Now I have to watch the rest because there I might be some far. good in there. Yeah.
1: And, uh, and then the finale is...
2: Oh, Amelia Clark PNG Like the arms. first episode I was like Okay maybe I just didn't get it maybe I wasn't Maybe it's like oh I'm missing Something or uh, I, Maybe other people liked it but I don't even know people who like this show
1: There, I don't even know there. anyone
2: who else Who watched this just show Just for,
1: for reference yeah. what this show did is uh, Just spoilers for Secret Invasion yeah, it, sure. it opened by Killing Martin Freeman Who they never reveal how long He's been a scroll. What the history of him being a scroll is, Gosh. but he is a scroll in that big show. shocker! He's a scroll. They Skrull. kill Maria Hill, who's been around for forever. They kill Talos, and then they introduce this idea that maybe Rhodey has been a scroll since before since Infinity like Civil War. War, right? Since Civil War, but all this stuff is so vague. And honestly, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about yeah. what it the answers are. It reminds me of like
2: a, a cheap way that the sequels of the Star Wars sequels retcon some stuff about yeah. character movements. And like, it's just not great. It's no. not even good. It's not even barely good. There, I don't think that there was... There, I don't think there was more than twenty minutes that were redeemable in this show. Ouch! And Even, I don't, I, and that's been a big problem. I've seen some some uh, YouTube essays about the shows and Disney Plus where they should have been movies. Hmm. Like Secret Invasion may have been better if it weren't stretched
1: out to almost five hours. Well, we we did not have an Avengers movie to cap off the last uh phase of the mcu mm. so this should have been the capper yes. don't call you don't need to call it avengers call it secret invasion but something to culminate the that uh phase four yep. of the mcu give us something
2: it was a big issue where uh, i finally realized that there are too many things going on in the mcu that they really need to rein in refocus and and that's what they're doing now. They're, they're raining it in. There's only one movie coming out next year, right? One in the MCU. In yes. the MCU. Then there's tons C- of stuff in the shows. Yeah. Shows. Shows are going to be great. The show lineup. I mean, I'm hoping <laughs> Echoes. echo will be out by the time you guys see this. Yeah. And uh, let us know how it is. Yeah. That's, that's my most disappointing project. Secret. It left me with the most anger. Like I was actually angry that I wasted that much time.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah, I okay. <laughs> I don't know if I feel as strongly about my most disappointing project of twenty twenty three, but I definitely echoes Micah's sentiment. Cause I that, that was definitely a terrible project. Uh mine is a show that was great do, 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 for a do, long do, do, time. Do, do, do. Uh two seasons of excellent television and its third season really, really <laughs> Really let me down. That's oh, yeah. three really. Oh, That's yeah. The Mandalorian Season 3, guys. You talking about Book of Boba Fett? It was... <laughs> actually, let me... I, Star Wars is another one. I didn't say that at the front. I talked about DC and Marvel, but Star Wars is a brand also this year. I forgot Star Wars
2: came out. Has taken year.
0: a dip in quality, man. I just... <laughs> I'm t- Mando season three was a huge disappointment coming so, out yeah. alongside the bad batch season two. I had more fun with the bad batch than I did I with most episodes <laughs> of Mando season three and up until the finale, which had some redeemable aspects. I would say that show truly dropped the ball in almost every single way. Mm. There were some cool things with the empire and Moff Gideon and that was about it. Mando's character is not great. Grogu being in the show still without a reason is atrocious to me. And Jack Black and Lizzo were in the show for a little side I completely quest. <laughs> forgot about that season. That Christopher was... Lloyd in there. Christopher Lloyd, was cool. the, the Separatist plot, that was a good part of the episode. Yeah. But I'll tell you this right now. It did not feel like Star Wars at all. It felt cheap, and it was... It's it's the main reason why I've become
1: as bitter as I am towards Star Wars right now. You take the, like, the prestigeness that was a season one and season two of that, and then you compare it to season three. Like, what happened in season three? Like, they, they, there's some Mandalore stuff, and then, oh, let's go back to Mandalore, see if it's livable. Oh, that what? Moff Gideon? thing in the water. Oh, Moff Gideon's here? Oh, shoot, we killed him. No, he has a mustache. Oh, is he a clone? Oh, who knows? Somehow he'll return. I we agree, Ben. Care. I agree. We don't ben. care. Yeah, Mando season three is my pick. Mm. Ethan, what's yours? Oh. All right. Uh, Did we take no, him? No, no. Those two are my most like the things that let me down the most this year easily. But you can say the Marvels. It's all right. I, I'm not gonna say the Marvels because <laughs> I didn't have high hopes. Oh, yeah, that's right. true. that's that. true. I guess it's disappointing that I did. I, I wasn't like, Oh, this is gonna be the best thing ever, but I was super intrigued because a new studio had James Gunn said that this movie was one of the best superhero <laughs> films that he had ever seen. And we should all be excited that it would kickstart his new DCU. That's Ouch. right. I'm going to, I have the flash yep. here. Yep. I have the flash here. And Is that because Ezra Miller committed some crimes? No. Did that sour the taste in the movie? Uh, Definitely. (laughs) When you have two Ezra Millers, you got to look at for the whole movie. Michael Keaton was back. They did some fun stuff with him. But uh, the flash and the way he uses his powers is uh, just interesting. And then when the director comes out and says, oh, yeah, the CGI, we'd made that look bad on purpose. Okay, all right. That uh, sounds like you're covering some of the your greatest Batman moments. Cover, covering your bottle. There were yeah, some. There cool were some Batman great Man moments. I love the Keen stuff. There are some really cool Keen stuff. But even James Gunn.
0: James cool Gunn stuff. is a yeah. guy that yeah.
1: has so much on his shoulders. And bro, you don't have to like lie to us, right? <laughs> Say like, hey, I think I think the Flash has some fun stuff in it, and then whatever. But don't tell us it's the That just I made my disappointment with this movie mainly goes on James Gunn mm. and he had n- little to no involvement with the actual production of the film but just you get people excited for something like you James Gunn you have credibility things you say people care about what you say and your opinions matter to people so when you say that this is going to be great you b- better live up to that so let's do y- your Superman movie better be good James Gunn the Superman legacy the CGI recreations at the end was also that left a yes, very yeah. sour
0: taste in my mouth as well. Except for seeing Nick Cage. That was hilarious. George <laughs> Clooney also fantastic. being in there. It. it just a huge movie that sets up some stuff
1: that we know will never. It's just Well, does it though? It like it it was James Gunn pitched it as the reset for the universe. Right. And then you watch and it, it wasn't. and the post-credit scene is him and Aquaman just talking about oh that was crazy yeah also, it was
2: george clooney never going to be returning no. he said that there's no amount of drugs in the world that they can pay him <laughs> which confirms he was already being paid with drugs
0: there you go <laughs> wait out yourself clooney
2: yeah. yeah the flash in itself um knowing what it is now you can have fun with it yeah you can I definitely, fun with it.
1: definitely have fun with it
2: but but it's not it's not going to be a pillar of dc no. going forward so it doesn't matter
0: <laughs> agreed Well, let's let's yeah, I'm glad you said the flash. I'm glad that made it on here. Next category we have on our list is the best new movie slash TV show that you saw this year that was not from this year. So Mm -hmm. this is any movie TV show you saw in 2023 that was not a part of that year. It could be from any year going back to the start of film way back in the 1800s um and i i guess we'll start with me we're gonna go around and like we do so my i i saw a movie this year um that i really never stopped thinking about the soundtrack has stayed with me for the rest of the year and it's kind of a kind of no one really talks about this movie it's not a lot it's, it's not among the conversation of many people but it's a true story about the granite mountain Hotshots, uh and it's called only the brave mm. star it's a Pretty star-studded cast. I'll tell you that. Josh Brolin leads the movie uh with Top Gun Maverick's who who played Goose or not Goose, Goose's son in that movie. Miles, Miles Teller. Teller Miles yeah, son. Miles Teller also stars. Uh, and it's got a bunch of other people. Same director as uh Top Gun Maverick. Uh Jeff and Bridges,
2: too. Jennifer Jeff Bridges Connelly. is
0: in there, and it's the true story of the Grand Mountain Hotshots and how I'm not going to spoil the movie, but it's since it's a true story. It's it's a very effect, it leaves you very affected near the end of the movie. The soundtrack is great. The acting is great. And man, did I have a good time with this movie! I have not stopped thinking about it since I saw it in the summer. I watched it because of Top Gun Maverick, same director. Yeah, so and Tron and Legacy, Tron Legacy, two movies I'm a big fan of. So Spiderhead, Whoa. this was this was fantastic. This guy likes Miles Teller. I would see Only the Brave if you want a very good, heartfelt story. Very good, heartfelt, true story. Kind of reminded me a lot of Hacksaw Ridge. Mm -hmm. Only the Brave. And what is it about? It's about
1: firefighters? It's about firefighters,
0: yes. Yes. But the firefighting is not what takes the main focus. The main focus is on the characters. Especially Mm -hmm. Miles Teller gets a lot to do in this, uh, and Josh Brolin. Their their stories, how they intertwine, it's fantastic. That's my pick.
1: Ethan! Ethan. So, I saw quite a bit of good movies this year for the first time, but there have, been, there have been two that have just stuck to the top of my mind, but the one specifically is uh, Ford v Ferrari I saw this year. and For the first time. For the first time wow. I saw this year, and man, I love that movie. I love a movie that can just get you invested in something that I don't... I'm not a car guy. Anyone knows me, I'm not a car guy, but this movie got me to care about racing. It got me to care about Ford trying to Designed the fastest car they possibly could, and of course you got uh, Christian Bale and uh, Matt Damon at the helm of it. So you're gonna get those two, but it's it's based on a true story, and just I won't spoil anything of it. But the story is just super, super fun, super engaging. Got a great cast. I mean, John bernthal's in it for a little bit. You got other actors that surround it, and directed by James Mangold, who mm. did Logan and. Who we're gonna say his name later on this podcast. Yes, we are. <laughs> in a negative way. But a really great film. I love I love 4 Ferrari. you have made me want to watch it. Like,
0: so we gotta sit down and we watch haven't that seen movie. It? No, I haven't. I I'm telling oh. you, multiple people have told me that's a fantastic movie. And oh, I, he did
2: walk the line too. I wanna that was a good movie. I I really that's wanna wanna watch cash one
0: Micah, do you also have a true story
2: for your pick? A true story? Uh well, is it a true story? Is it? I don't know. Uh, so I, I have two movies. I'm gonna do two movies again, but Whoa, just quick. You're just quick cheating, my guy. There no cheating. There's no other way that I can talk about these movies. Uh, <laughs> Paths of Glory is one. It is a. Uh, it is Stanley, one of Stanley Kubrick's first movies. He was 28 when he made this. Uh, it's about a uh, military captain or whatever who tries to send all of his. Uh, army out is his French army out into the no man land so that they can siege something. And then like, everyone's like, no, we can't do that because there's no opening. And then they go to court for this. They, uh, three of the battalions have to send one man uh, to be killed uh, with the death sentence because of the lack of an opening. And it's just a great example of just crime or not crime drama, but uh, like a war, a war, court drama
0: Mm. so there's not a lot on the battlefield is what you're saying there's not a lot
2: on the battlefield but the battlefield stuff is intense it's great and and Mm. for a when, when did this come out it came out uh it's called paths of glory it came out in 1957 for 57 man this is a great War movie Hmm. Um, and then real quick another one is high and low by Akira Kurosawa Um, This is my first Akira Kurosawa movie Uh, It's a Japanese black-and-white movie from 1963. I watched a lot of old stuff this year, which was really cool to see nice Uh, This is about a businessman who wants to make a business decision in the company, but has to buy more shares of stock than the other people on the board so he can make that decision and like overrule everybody so he takes out a mortgage he like gets all this money uh taken out of everything he's like in debt ready to make this purchase of stock and then his uh son's his son is called to be kidnapped Hmm. and he can't find his son he can't find his son where's he at and then uh he gets a call and they say hey we've kidnapped your son give Mm -hmm. us all the money that you would have spent that's going to make you go broke now and then it turns out his son his son isn't kidnapped it's his son's friend so now there's this moral dilemma he was going to go and give all his money away right away but now it's his son's friend it's not his son. and it's not his son is he going to risk his entire livelihood over his son's no spoilers friend? no spoilers Yeah.
1: Uh, and, and then world dilemma right there uh, yeah.
2: long story short actually this isn't even the like that <laughs> that that plot wraps up in the first half it's crazy i've never seen a crime movie where it has both ends take up just as much like the 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 actual intense um kidnapping like First half, and then the second half is all the investigation to find this guy.
0: How long is the film?
2: It is two and a half hours.
0: Okay. So, decent and size one time.
2: Somehow, in the police office, like the, the police station, they spend half an hour or 45 minutes just listing evidence. And it is one of the most engaging wow. half hours I've ever seen. And they're just like, all right, now you list your evidence, and they stand up, and they start reading, and then there's a couple, like, shots of them walking around, but the way they say it, the way that it's read out, I mean, for me, it's like reading a book, because they've got it all in is subtitles. It it's in Japanese. Japanese. It's in Japanese, but it was one of the most worthwhile watches that came out of nowhere, and apparently wow. Akira Kurosawa's movies are all like this. If you guys haven't seen uh, Seven Samurai...
0: There you go, Seven
2: Samurai, yeah. Seven Samurai is fantastic that i still need to watch uh ran is fantastic the hidden fortress kagamusha fantastic i haven't seen these and they're all on my list but they're they're all in the top 250 on imdb
0: they're all in the top 250 on letterbox 250. so next year's multiverse awards might also see akira kurosawa reaching that list because of those films so those two path of
2: glory and uh if you're gonna Venture out into the black and white domain. Those are my two recommendations that I watched from this year. Black and white foreign
0: film. You got yeah, two foreign things. film okay. too. I
2: watched Godzilla as well this year, and that was like the first
0: one. OG. The OG. The OG. Oh, Godzilla. Wow. Okay. I, I
2: really ventured out this year.
0: Okay. Good. I liked it. Good for you, Mike. All right. All right. There's a movie you saw that was not from 2023 that you really liked that you want to shout out. Put it in the comments down below. Next category we have is the best soundtrack or Mm. score of 2023. Now, this is just as it pertains to one particular film. So this is the soundtrack or score to this film. It can be both if the film has both, but it's more towards the film than it is towards the specific soundtrack or score. So I liked the score to this movie. (laughs) so what are you guys laughing at
1: oh oh no way i just pulled up wonka as a joke guys oh as a joke yeah i did like it chocolate I did, I, and yeah. the chocolate and i like uh <laughs> i really, really like the the pure imagination this isn't my pick but i pulled it up as a joke so i gotta explain why and then uh a world of your own i love that song from, from wonka from wonka that's your yeah, pick it's not my pick oh so then i can well, say it, you are
0: up ethan so I, what is your Favorite soundtrack or score there's chocolate.
1: So this is a movie that I had the, the great honor of seeing with Micah this year. And this is just a score that I'm not a score guy like you two. I don't get get these. You know, I don't ingest it the same way as you do. But there was one score. He's that about
2: to say Shazam fear the locked, gods
1: locked me into the movie <laughs> and really just got me ingrained in the world the score for Killers of the Flower Moon oh, by yeah. Robbie Robertson. Just the 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 way that like this Western stringy <laughs> drummy kind of score just gets you so embedded into the world of the Osage people. Scorsese just it's a Scorsese film, of course. So but Robert, Robert Robertson, who actually has passed away since oh, scoring wow. this, yeah, this is his last score ever. So I gotta give him the award. But the the shout out tracks are "Insulin Train." Uh, we have uh, the heartbeat theme. Really good. Really love a lot of the score for Killers oh goodness, of the Flower I Moon. I gotta
0: check this out, man. You're getting me hyped.
1: That's my pick.
0: Okay killers of the flower moon
2: Mm -hmm. yeah uh, Scorsese I'll I'll talk about this later too but like Scorsese did such a great job of um, integrating with the Osage people Mm. to make sure that this was as authentic as a white person can make this movie and the Osage people said in interviews like yeah the only way to make this like the most is if an Osage person were to direct this wow but this is as good as it'll get to get to the mainstream
0: that's high praise. Yeah. Micah, do you have a favorite score or soundtrack from 2023? Uh, I
2: feel like it's a cop-out to say Maestro because it's just uh, Leonard Bernstein, and he's, like, one of the greatest composers of all time. Do
0: so they, I'm not going to say it. Do they make original music no. for the movie? No, or is it it's, all just, it's all just
2: Leonard Bernstein. Okay, all right. And it's all things that, like, like the... Uh, the West Side story intro plays halfway through. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh yeah. We're, like, we're back love in that? this I, <laughs> I can see how that feels and it's, it's fun. Yep. it's great. Um my was it was all right. Um May December was another recycled, but also reorchestrated. That was intense. But I gotta go with Ben, if you're gonna if you're gonna, I'm say, gonna say it. You're gonna say it. All right, then I'll say Barbie. Okay. I'll Push. let you. I'll let you say Good. it because Thank everyone knows yep. Yep. it's Come great. Up. All right, yep. um, Barbie was the one that actually I came back to as much as I did Oppenheimer because of the two Ryan Gosling tracks. Mm. Uh, I'm just oh, Ken yeah. and Push came back in like my just normal playlists. <laughs> More
1: often than I would like to admit, and you got a shout out. Me and me and Micah got to perform. Oh yeah. man, I just came kind of live for a group of uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers. Yeah, so. it was great. It <laughs> was a pleasure,
2: and uh, especially I, I just was dying in the theater when this was. When they're just sitting around the campfire, they're all strumming the guitar at the same time. Yes fantastic uh yeah it's not like the highest quality score ever but it's the 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 soundtrack that i came back to the most and um i just had a lot of fun with it
0: the score is also really the score really great there yeah. are some like at the end when it's more just score or even yeah. when she when uh, margot robbie is the barbie is Wol- with or the
2: billy uh, uh, billy yeah, eilish that, what was i made for that the song's instrumental good.
0: version of that they integrated that really well into some scenes and that really hit you emotionally yeah with just the instruments for Mm -hmm. that too so score not bad either but i mean it's the soundtrack that takes the game
2: for sure the top of the charts in multiple categories this year for
0: that's awesome i love that yeah
2: that's that's awesome that's awesome
0: so we have Killers of the Flower Moon. We have Barbie. Take it away. And, I mean, we got it. We, you can't not mention this. It is a clear number one pick. Hands down. Without a doubt, you have Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Oh, I thought you
2: were going to talk about Oppenheimer. I thought Oops. about it. All right. If well, you guys we're now, we're Oppenheimer take... was great. I listened to that just as much as Barbie. <laughs> I
0: thought that was what you were going to no, say. No, I
2: thought you were going to say oppenheimer so oppenheimer was fantastic uh ludwig gornson i was fantastic work
1: uh when you two were talking (laughs) i could tell that there was a disconnect disconnect and that (laughs) you weren't talking about the same thing you said you said a vowel and then i was like okay it's a
0: cross and i didn't know you meant oppenheimer Oppenheimer. yeah yeah. so
2: ludwig gornson out of the park (laughs) yeah okay it's a it's a should shout out it's a christopher nolan movie um
0: Micah took Barbie's score. Fantastic! All right,
2: well, I thought you were going to take Oppenheimer, so and I would have preferred you talk about Oppenheimer. So, well, I mean, I will, but and you hear the music for the score. Yeah, I love the theme. I love how it continues to just flood my mind. Like I, I find myself just doing the tapping on, like just dun 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 dun
0: what
1: the how, is, of, how does a yeah.
2: percussive thing the stick end, in my brain
0: the end of the film is where i think it really hits the most besides can you hear the music yeah. robert as he says i believe we did and it's just images with the score of ludwig Gorenson, and it's never more powerful than well, in that moment both Every, times
2: yeah. they do it i, I don't, that's, that's one of the highlights of this oh year oh my gosh, the, the, yes the the, the image I'll talk about it later. I mean, later. And, you,
0: and you you saw it. I mean, yeah, well, okay. I'll, I'll talk about it in my we top can't, five. We can't. Yeah. That's one of my favorite parts yeah. of the year. We can't if you get it, because it's a draft. For top oh. five? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a draft yeah. for that, man. Oh, no, no, no. It? I guess top five wouldn't be. Top five? You, yeah, I, I know what. If it is top five, you can't. No, the most anticipated one yeah, yeah, yeah. is the draft. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I I really think across the Spider-Verse is leagues better, mm. because while well, the Oppenheimer theme is really good. There are almost just soundtrack alone. The there were so many songs. Am I Dreaming was my number three song on I've taken both
1: the soundtrack and the score. Can you do that? Yeah, because that's the, LP movie. That. It's for the movie. Yeah, so yeah, you kill it. I'll good go bag. with then I will go with
0: the score for Across the Spider Verse. I think is A too. little better, but the soundtrack is really good. Uh, Falling falling apart by daniel pemberton post malone is dude (laughs) let me tell you something right now it's this it's the score that plays while miles is heading back to his home in the reality that he thinks is his own and all the spider-men are chasing him and the words are echoing back in his mind. You were never supposed to be Spider-Man. And and man, it's so good. Ah, Gwen's theme is also so, so fantastic. And there's a video out on the internet right now of Daniel Pemberton talking about the last theme song and how it weaves together all the themes of the movie in one song. There is the Prowler theme. There's Miles theme. There's Gwen's theme. You have the overall Spider-Verse theme at the end. And it is, Holy cow is it fantastic. Almost there's four or five songs from that Score Alone that made it into my rap for the year because I had it on repeat. It's without a doubt the best in my opinion score for the year. Mm. And I think score soundtrack I mean Metro Women killed it. I loved in I agree, loved like it right. Yeah, yes. I loved he, him. Uh what what did he what did he, he there was one song that he had Um, because am i dreaming really the vocalist whoever was a part of that was fantastic but um calling that Mm -hmm. one was it the credits one one?
1: uh yes yeah am i dreaming
0: and calling were two of the credit ones and calling Mm -hmm. was really really good and uh, the the spider gwen theme
1: is really good too (laughs) i like that a lot
0: yes her uh theme whenever she's with her dad there there's a very low it reminds me of the score from Amazing Spider-Man 2, the theme, Gwen's theme from that one, they kind of change it up and use the same instruments, which I really, really love because that one's really good too. It's Hans Zimmer, but Cross the Spider-Verse is for me. I'm glad we did talk about Oppenheimer though. Mm. So next, are we there already? Holy cat! What about Worst Project of the Year? We are there. That is it. All right, we are at the worst project. That was the one you've been waiting of for the year, worst project of the year. So this is a draft. We cannot have the same one. And It is one project that you thought was just absolutely Bones. terrible, terrible. You didn't even have to have. High... But when you saw the movie, you went in and you were like, "Holy crap!" Or 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 show, or or show, or show. It, this is just horrible. They're all and, and, and... Season two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Wait.
1: So this is this isn't from this year. It is. It is. Yes. The worst project of
0: 2023. Micah, it is your turn.
2: I, I think I have to go with the infamous here and uh, oh. say the Marvels oh. this is my worst project of the year. Worse be- than Secret Invasion because this was. Well, I already talked about Secret Invasion, and <laughs> that one uh, gave me a slump for a month, and that's. That's a whole different thing that we already talked about. But the Marvels... <laughs> uh, the Marvels was just so pointless, in my opinion. I, I felt... I mean, we've already talked about it to an extent in the uh, that one news episode I, we did, I think. But, you know... In our famous it, uh, yeah, it's the only one, <laughs> Instagram short. It's the only one this year where I was perpetually... I, I felt like I was taking HP damage... Throughout, throughout. <laughs> ouch! Like the cringe was, I had it was real. Like, I don't t- I don't use that word lightly here. Um, I felt a lot of cringe. You go in to this the movie. start of
1: our Captain Marvel podcast, you can actually see a clip of Micah watching a scene from the Marvels, yeah, in, in there. And yeah, it
2: was the only movie this year where, uh, and Rebecca and I, she's my fiance, we watched a lot of bad things this year, like just. <laughs> Just like awful movies. And this is the one Re- where... You know it was bad when Rebecca was like, this Rebecca, this is awful. Rebecca's not a movie buff at all. Mm-hmm. And she was like...
1: For for reference, we Do were Do we in- have
2: to stay for the rest of this movie? <laughs> oh, and I'm like, oh, but this is your movie. You're a girl. You gotta like this one. <laughs> oh, they made it for you.
1: <laughs> My favorite was when we were watching Blue Beetle and me and you were just like, oh, that, yeah, that was fine. And then she's like, I cried three times. Oh. <laughs> Blue just Beetle, crying in Blue Beetle. I uh, made your
2: top five, right? Oh yeah, one hundred percent.
0: Talk about it later. <laughs> Dang,
2: the oh, Marvels. I gotta ask her if Blue Beetle made her top five. <laughs> the
0: Marvels. <laughs>
2: That's
1: what you got. Oh, like word? A- I didn't hate the Marvels. It, it just, yeah, I like the. word You use pointless. I think pointless is a good word for that movie, and it, you know, it, it set the tone for the MCU going forward, and it, uh. Hopefully the studio head saw that and went, okay, yep, yep, let's, uh, let's fix things. <laughs> Oof. Yeah,
0: that's a bad one.
2: That's the, I, I mean, lowest grossing everything ever. Uh, like, it just, it tanked.
0: Yep, it did. It's a As the movies got better months. throughout
2: the year, the bad ones got equally as bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. However good they were, yeah. the bad ones got as worse. Like, I yeah, think I was... watched the
2: Holdovers and the Marvels oh. in the same week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay. I held you over then. Yeah, Night and day over. right there, man. Night and day. You're doing pull-ups. Uh, doing f- pull-ups. <laughs> Paul Dano.
2: Paul Giamatti. Why would I say Paul Dano? I don't know. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you watched the GameStop story? The dumb dumb money? No. <laughs> no. Did you? No, that's Paul Dano though that came out this year see there's so many movies that are interesting to me but i just didn't watch them yeah yeah yeah
0: it's the holdovers man you gotta watch it. i gotta watch it i gotta watch it but one thing what's
2: the worst of this year
0: one thing i did watch and i hated it we've already talked about it at length so i won't go into detail but uh no uh secret (laughs) invasion secret invasion secret invasion is my worst project of the year i it's just, it's terrible. The ending is. Te- I, I oh. genuinely, besides the copy paste, uh, Game of Thrones girl fight, I'm telling you right now, I do not remember Dude, about a so single thing so from that So forgettable.
1: Show. Like, I guess, I guess Nick Fury had a wife, and then they betrayed each. Like, but do you remember that? Well, they were still in
2: love with each other.
1: Yeah, like, mm-hmm. was what? that was that was interesting? At least I forgot,
0: but not very worth it. And then Rhodey was a scroll, which makes him a scroll during Tony's funeral. If so he wasn't even there. That's not
1: my headcanon. That's not well, my of head. course.
0: But that's what they kind of say. And I also think it's stupid to not give a definitive answer when you're Secret Invasion. Like, how are you not giving definitive answers on this stuff that affects how we view the show? And There's the top no it secret, all off, true. they've
2: got the stupid AI generated uh, intro, <laughs> <laughs> oh, which, yeah. so which in a <laughs> in oh. a year where AI. Like the whole a- writing, the whole
0: actor strike was because of AI. It's just, you take Samuel Jackson and you put him in the most boring TV show ever. That's all I'm going to say. Ethan, I, I, we've talked too much, given it too much of our time, Secret Invasion.
1: All right, my, uh, I, I'm i just going to go Dial of Destiny.
0: The worst project of that, the year?
1: Dude, wow. I hated Dial of Destiny. It let me down so much. Yeah. Just, wow. Just because you had James Mangold. Going in, we talked about earlier. Ford v Ferrari, fantastic. Logan, mm-hmm. fantastic. You've Harrison Ford crying at screenings, like this is it, man, this is it. And then you you give me this,
0: this is it. And I know
1: Micah kind of liked it. I People kind of liked it. it wasn't I hated it. The it.
2: greatest in the world.
1: It's terrible.
0: Like, I still enjoyed it. I don't feel like it was dog water. We're mixed. We're mixed on this one.
1: I I don't really like it either. Yeah. don't know if i'd say it's the worst one though of the year i just i gotta put it here okay but also Ooh. an honorable mention is knock at the cabin m night Shyamalan. Oof. i hated that dude i do see that i heard, I heard no, that was terrible you
2: watched it yeah. and you said it was bad and <laughs> like soured our tastes dave bautista turned out to be gay in the movie or something and i'm like that's what? the twist that's not that's no. twi- that not that's what i heard the twist was and i was like that's it What is that the twist? I don't remember the twist. Oh, that's not that great. (laughs) Well, it almost made Ethan's most worst
1: project. Yeah. Okay. But no, Dial of Destiny, just for a talk about dropping off for a franchise. You watch those first three. That's that's, you know, that's Spielberg right there. That's Mm. Harrison Ford. But no, I really did not like Dial of Destiny. And I really, really wanted it to be something special. Yeah. With all the talent behind it.
0: That could be a that could be a big disappointment. One, the two, even that. What, Michael? What was yours? Remind me again. The Marvels. The Marvels. Yeah, I remember. It was so forgettable. Yeah. The Marvels, Secret Invasion, and Indiana Jones: Dial of Destiny. Those were the worst projects in the multiverse in 2023. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. We have arrived at the best projects of the year. Ooh. We're going to start with honorable mentions. We have three honorable mentions that we have this is not a draft this is just movies that we uh, want to uh, highlight from 2023 but before i do as i said before ethan put out a little post on instagram what are your guys's top three movies in
1: 2023 can we can we give grades to these Ooh, or we is, can, that, is, is that, can that definitely give grades. Our, uh our uh, listeners too much. We can definitely Grade do that. So like, like letter grades. For, for so our, our listeners. For the listeners ranking.
0: So we definitely got a few on here. Uh, Pogo Donuts.
1: Pogo Parker Donuts, Duncan. Yeah. It's Parker. Parker Donuts, Producer yeah, Mr.
0: Parker. Producer Parker. All right. He's given his top three, which uh, number three is Dungeons and Dragons, which, Wow barbie number two he's a Dungeons big. and dragons guy though he so. is he is but even i've got something to say he was like a bowlersgate uh, gate guy he was a the boy in yeah. the heron is mm, his number I one wish i movie. saw that yeah that's that's not terrible i would push back on dungeons and dragons but
1: see i, I didn't, didn't see get boy to watch heron, that this year but you're the only person i know who just does not like that movie. I, yeah and i really everything like it. i heard was it was a really solid film i hear it's
2: exactly like a D game yeah it might be, but
0: I
1: have what other I have other problems
0: with it besides it being a and it might be a D and D game. I've only played D D once in my crazy life. crazy
2: year for D and D because like Baldur's Gate three was huge. This was huge. Yeah,
0: heard that was good. Did not end up playing that. Parker did. He said it was great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. I think B. What do you think? A B for Parker? I give him a B. Yeah. yeah. B, for yeah. B for Barbie. Barbie B for Barbie. Really good. The yeah. and Heron, We didn't see that one, so, we, I yeah. so I heard it was great. Yeah. I did credit where I need too. to watch it. Uh, Marissa JW27, uh, she's got Whiplash, Radical, and Persian Version. She also She'd... had Past Lives so, you No, know, there.
1: Whiplash didn't come oh, out this year. I should have yeah, watched Whiplash that.
0: did not come out this year, but what it is fantastic. So we got Radical, Radical, and then we have Persian Version. Radical came out this year. She wanted to include Past Lives as well. Immediate top five I'll add ever. The front list. Past, past, lives. past lives
1: I hear is great okay. what? yeah past lives is something that was Persian, on my Persian. list all year okay Okay. But we're never, definitely going to look into it.
0: those movies whiplash They're those. international movies it's both both fantastic of those, uh, ones that we haven't heard of okay alright Noah but all he's got uh, maybe TMNT for his number three uh, Barbie as number two mm. and spider man across the spider verse as mm. as number one we didn't we didn't rank Marissa's that's not bad. I haven't seen any of these except for Whiplash.
2: But, uh,
0: so, uh, but Persian version is pretty mixed. It looks like
1: she's very like you know, these I, are tru- actual, I mean, cultural films. right? So it looks really good. I trust Marissa, so I got we'll to give that. it an A. Ooh, plus. an A plus for Marissa.
0: Oh, mainly because we haven't seen it, but <laughs> it's mainly yeah. So no, but all Spider Man, Barbie, and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I Did see
2: trailers for Radical? I remember? I that. would
0: maybe say a B plus. RB Spider Man was good. Team and T, tea, it was A- kind of mixed on. A minus. A minus? A-, A minus. Okay. A lot of people K- like Team and, and T. Team was fun. It yeah, was, I haven't seen it, was fun. Team T was fun. But that was, yeah. I think, all it was. It was fun. Yeah. It was mayhem. I hear. It was mayhem. Did you not but see it? I didn't. I it would was, like to. Yeah. It's on my list. It's good. Yeah. Uh, Adam Capelli, he had Godzilla minus mm. one. He had Air. And he also add Dungeons and Dragons. That's the second one on here. People okay. liked it, man. Yeah,
1: People liked it, Ben.
0: Godzilla minus one is fantastic. I got to watch that too.
1: Uh,
0: Air, I, Air was fine. Air was okay. I, I watched give, it this week. I'd give Air this, was fine. I'd give this a B. I'd give this ranking a B. Yeah, Mainly sorry. for Godzilla minus one.
2: F because Godzilla Arizona, minus one is Too good. many uh, bare feet in that one.
0: It wasn't too bad. Oh, there was a lot of bare feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Air the wasn't terrible, was though. was
2: weird how it just like exposition dump. Remember that one time when we did that thing and now Nike's a company? <laughs> the,
1: to me, my take on air was it relied solely on the real life story. Mm. Yeah, solely like the sole of the of shoe. On <laughs> um, the real life story and barely did anything of its own to to stand yeah. on its own feet stand stand on its own <laughs> two feet yeah
0: <laughs> wow Michael, <go> out <laughs> out here. that's awesome i i think the conversation between uh, uh viola davis and matt damon at the end they're negotiating the contract basically and he'd be like well that's you don't understand how it works and she's like no matt damon owner of nike you don't understand how this is gonna work <laughs> see i I thought that was a great moment but yeah i'd give this one a b nikki flash 1998 nick widener he had john wick 4 he had oppenheimer and across the spider verse oh,
1: a came with
2: john wick 4 i feel like man it man. came out too early in the year that people forgot about
0: it
1: that's an a plus that's an a plus that's a plus all, right there all three of those yeah.
0: movies are fantastic that's a great, great topic nick uh, yeah, Jelly Troll make... W.
1: That's so my brother has... Jared, Jared. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay,
0: he's got the holdovers on his list as number hey. three. He's got across he the Spider Verse, no. and he's got John Wick four. Mm. Very, uh, yeah. That's an A plus. Yeah, A plus.
1: Anything right there. with the
0: holdovers, A plus. Yeah. <laughs> J G A triple I. Is that J Jonah Jameson? <laughs> could be. Could be. He just has Oppenheimer on here. So mm, Oppenheimer three, three times. Okay, I watched it twice, so it could C- come up here. Yeah! Wow! Because <laughs> he didn't give anything else. ZNQ. And finally, we have Molly Chapman, who had Ant-Man in the Watts Quantumania. Oh! Across the Spider Verse. Oh! And Barbie. No, the Marvels. I thought so, she was hype about that one. So listen here, folks. Is that is that a C? I've well, got okay, Rebecca's too. Quantum Mania. We didn't hate. We did not hate Quantumania like the internet did. I remember all of us leaving that, and I don't think the lo- a lower score was given. I think we had a seven or higher. I gave on it a four of out of five. Yeah, it,
1: it's. I have I I it in an eight it. out of 10.
0: I actually liked Quantum Mania compared to the other garbage that came out. I mean. But yeah. from top, but in your top, but it, okay, <laughs> that, that's, that's fair. That's a good point. That's all right, ready for,
2: for Rebecca's? Hers was Barbie, Ooh. Forrest Gump, Interstellar, <laughs> Dark Knight Rising,
1: and Princess Diaries. Okay. So uh, which one of those came out this year? Barbie, Barbie, Barbie and then I asked it.
2: her if Blue Beetle made the cut, and she said yes.
1: <laughs> okay, so Barbie and Blue Beetle. <laughs> wow, Blue Beetle, man, it's gotta be a C right there. A plus, A plus. All right, A, a plus. plus for Barbie. I gotta give her Beetle. an A
0: plus, like a mariner. Micah has to say that. Yeah, and there is one
1: <laughs> list that I went out today, and I sought to find uh, Brandon uh-huh. Brandon Stoneberg. Oh, Guys, oh. I texted you Brandon Stoneberg's list. Yeah, it's, okay. it's in our it's in our group chat. Can can just pull that out. Let me pull His that list up. is the main reason I wanted to give <laughs> letter grades to lists. <laughs> so,
0: Hollywood Reporter. F-tier. Anyone who's familiar with this podcast knows about the infamous hollywood reporter this is the hollywood (laughs) reporter ranking of the multiverse awards because brandon stoneberg gave it to the super mario bros movie oh 65 the dinosaur movie with kylo ren and hunger games the ballad of songbird and snakes and holy catfish i haven't seen top three
1: uh, collectively uh, i don't think one of us has seen all three of these movies but across the panel
0: We've we, seen all of them. Uh, We've the seen all of them. So uh,
1: Hunger Games, really solid movie. I enjoyed it. Like, that's a good pick. It's not making my list, but I could see why someone really loved that. It's really good world building. Okay. Uh, performances are great. You get Peter Dinklage in there selling it. It's cool. It's cool to dip your toes back in the Hunger Games world. That is a that is a good pick. No, but, I uh, enjoyed 65.
2: I didn't think it was the greatest um but i think it was fun it was an hour and a half didn't overstay its welcome i can't complain i agree like i agree it was perfectly fine was it the best no i gave it a <laughs> no yeah. i gave it a
0: seven out of ten yeah it's it's not which i, I think, think the, is, the
2: score wasn't too bad either if you no, remember it that wasn't
0: it yeah a lot of it is due to it being oh man it's earth and kylo like kylo and driver rent. who's good who's good in the yeah. film. I just think it could have leaned into... It's very kid-friendly. Like the creator, it could have leaned in harder on other aspects, but it just didn't. So It It could have been more Jurassic Park. Yes, exactly. Because that's what the trailer
2: made you expect it was going to be, was, oh, you're running away from this T-Rex the whole time.
1: Yes, indeed. And how do we feel about a Mario Bros. movie being a top (laughs) fiver? Mario movie
2: is exactly what you'd expect Mario to be. Like, it... It's it's Mario on the screen. It's, it's like if you asked
1: us three to churn out a oh. Mario movie, it's almost <laughs> like We I probably you know it does nothing like the, around that level. It does
2: nothing like spectacular. It does nothing new for the character. It does nothing. It was great.
1: It, like I got to I took my little brother Marcus to see it. He, his first movie ever in the theater. He loved it. Great kid movie. Just with kid movies, you want it yeah. to transcend. The realm of oh yeah this is you know fine yeah you want it to be good mm-hmm. and i think it lacked that originality that really like it, the whole movie was oh look here's something from the game you yeah. like that and yeah. yeah it's cool to see but you got to take it a step further with emotion with character with story yep. and they did it
2: it was very uh TikTok centric where it was like every minute you gotta have something new to, to dangle the keys in front of the audience like as soon as you might have gotten bored, there's a new character on screen. Oh, we're introducing Luigi. All right, now it's Donkey Kong. All right, now look, there's Cranky Kong. Oh, look, now it's.
1: Yeah, like, Peach had some, here. Now had, are here. It had some cool deep cut references that people really. It had the Donkey Kong rap in it. Yeah, that was yeah, cool. You know, oh, so oh,
2: Charles that, Martinet playing the dad. That was cool. You got Jumpman in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. There's
2: like some cool things. Some stuff. Like people, people. We're part of the movie that cared about the franchise. But or...
1: what, what what do we want to grade, Brandon? Brandon's this list. This is a D, honestly. A D. <laughs>
0: no. This well, is your top three favorite movies of 2023. Maybe you just three. didn't see much. <laughs> I'd still give him a, see, I'm still giving deals. you a D, Brandon. Maybe you watch these three movies this year. That's it. Still, I'd love to meet you. You know, I'd still love to meet you. We haven't met yet. Really? I haven't met Brandon yet. Oh. No. He's so, just a
1: ghost in Ben's mind. A ghost. And protocol. now you'll ghost forever judge him based on his top three, three movies. movies.
0: <laughs> I don't think he wants to meet you
1: anymore Man. with that.
0: Man. Uh, I'll, I'll edit this out. So that that was the listeners. That was the listeners' movies. We thank you all for tuning in and putting those uh, requests in John Cross in there. would
2: leave us something.
0: Very good stuff to hear from you guys. But now it's our turn to rank our top five. But before we do that, three honorable Mm. mentions of 2023 this is not a draft these are just three projects from this year that you want to shout out don't have to spend too much time on these because we're going to spend a lot of time on our top five for sure yeah so uh, i believe it's my turn i'm going to go with barbie bad batch season two and transformers rise of the beasts those are my top this is not six seven eight for me Because I have my top five movies you want to talk about. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Barbie. Fantastic. Loved all the performances there. Really, really liked Barbie. Bad Batch Season 2. Ups and downs. But when it hit, the Bad Batch Season 2 was some of the best Star Wars we have gotten in a long, long time. Shout out to Crosshair. I am so excited for Bad Batch Season 3. Transformers Rise of the Beast was exactly what it needed to be it wasn't going to make my top 5 but it was certainly very very close it certainly makes hmm. my top 10 i am a really? huge transformers i'm a huge really? transformers fan critically <laughs> it it does not mean anything to anyone but as a transformers fan <laughs> and i'm telling you right now as a transformers fan the music the score the character work seeing unicron done right i'm telling you and and the maximals holy cow and the ending was fantastic Critically, no. Mm. But as a fan of the Transformers franchise, this did exactly what it needs to, and it might be my favorite Transformers movie ever made because of how different it was from the Michael Bay movies. Those are my three honorable mentions of 2023.
1: Quick things I wanted to say about. Ethan. Okay, so three honorable mentions, and with, with my honorable mentions and my final list, I've kind of crafted something that I think won't overlap with you guys. So some things I do think in their top in the top five will not be in my top five mm. just because I want to avoid repeats. Okay. So I just want to say that. But honorable mention, I have my first one, Slow Horses, on Apple TV Plus, starring Gary Oldman. Great show. They are three seasons in, fourth one coming on the way next year. They just confirmed a fifth season. So it, this show is churning out seasons and each season's got better and better as an Apple TV Plus original. It is worth having Apple TV Plus. Uh, second honorable mention, I will go with Poker Face. Poker Whoa, Face was a okay. peacock really? show that came out earlier this year. Really loved it. Uh, it took what... It, they're episodic episodes. They're not... Like there is an overarching plot but each episode it tells its own murder mystery really fun they get different celebrities in there to cameo and have integral roles in certain episodes really love poker face uh that was ryan johnson who did that mm. and then this one shame that it didn't make my top five but mission impossible seven dead reckoning is an honorable mention and i this only doesn't make my top five because there's an action movie that surpassed it in almost every single way this mm-hmm. year. Uh, spoiler alert, John Wick 4 bumped, this, bumped Mission Impossible out, but still really solid entry in the franchise. Really excited for what they do next, but those are my top three. I have Poker Face, Slow Horses, and Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning okay. in my honorable mentions.
2: Micah? I've been playing around with this list of five things uh, for a long time, and I think I've finally narrowed it down to three. It Barely. All right, so uh, these are ones that I don't think you guys will talk about. I'm hoping Ethan talks about this other one later. But uh, yeah, so three that I like to mention May, December was great. Mm. Uh, A a thriller that I didn't expect to be a thriller. Mm. Uh, about the um relationship, but just watch it going blind. Who's that? That's it's Natalie fantastic. Portman, Natalie Portman, I, yeah. and Nicole no? Jessica whistle. Chastain. Jessica Chastain, that's right. <laughs> I almost said Nicole Kidman, that is not her name, and uh, also, also, Charles Melton. Uh, he was in some other stuff as as the dad, he was in. Nice. What was he in? He was in something he was else. In some other stuff. Don't I forgot know what he was know. in. Is that him? Yeah, that's the dude. Yeah, the sun is also a star. That's that. That was the last big okay. thing he was in. But like, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. But yeah, he's he he's an up and coming star. Keep an eye on that guy. Uh, he does an amazing job. He gained like fifty pounds for the role. Mm-hmm. So whoa, pretty okay. cool. Uh, don't see that very often. All
0: right, May um, December.
2: May December. It was great. Uh, and then i want to do blackberry i watched this it, it's a canadian Whoa. movie it's a canadian movie and i watched it on the plane from vancouver back to america
1: <laughs> so that was it, was it was awesome that i got to watch that well you, you watched a film on tech canadian from, film on tech uh, yeah flying back from a tech conference exactly yeah That's i went to problem.
2: ltx 2023 it was very fun and I uh, got to learn about the BlackBerry phone. Uh, if you guys watched Air, if you guys watched Flamin' Hot, uh, if you guys watched Tetris, Tetris, this is, I think, the best of the like corporate movies that make a company or whatever. Bioepic. Bi- Biopic, whatever, yeah. they're yeah. Uh, because this is the only one where it's, the people fail. <laughs> As you guys know, BlackBerry died, <laughs> and uh, this follows the downfall. It's a comedy. It's very funny yeah. and
1: uh, it's very well acted. Any notable stars in that one?
2: Yes, yes. Um, the director is one of the lead roles, which is pretty cool. Oh. Uh, the director's name is Matt Johnson. He's done some cool stuff before. Glenn Howard Howard Howerton is in it. Uh, Michael Ironside. They're all fantastic in this. I uh, highly recommend it. Um, yeah. And yeah, then Bob my bear. last one. We're gonna go with everything Wes Anderson put out this year,
1: <laughs> huh? Which is <laughs> which is Asteroid, Asteroid City, City and
2: the Royal Doll you keep Shorts. Cheating, bro! I know I keep I know. cheating. What the shorts, X? so it counts. Um, oh, really, Asteroid the, City honorable it? mention. Yes, yes, Asteroid wow. City was amazing, but compared to my top five, I just couldn't squeeze it in. But I wanted to talk Fair. about it. This may have been my number six on I, my list. Wow. I enjoyed
1: Asteroid City, but I, I watched it with my dad, so
2: that it just doesn't makes it, hit. That just makes it better
1: tier for me yeah I, I
2: just like how pleasing it, it is to look at i love the subtleness of he makes dry humor and dry drama hmm. it's weird uh that, that's the only way i can describe it it's I like did, it was hugely unique and really hmm, fun to watch his movies are just a league of their own it's they it's so stage play like
0: and uh, you can't wake up if you don't fall asleep. What did I watch of his this year? I watched it for film class. I think it's one of his most Grand famous Budapest? ones. Grand Budapest, not Grand Budapest. It, it's it's about it's fantastic two, Mr. It's about two kids who are growing up. Royal Tenenbaums? bombs? No, I can't think of the name of it. Bottle Rocket. Just judging by that, no, not that one. Just <laughs> judging Dogs. by that movie, I just French Dispatch. It was not. Uh, I don't know if I'm a big Wes Anderson fan, but I've only seen one. You can't film judge him off of
1: one prod. What if the only that James is not Michael film you saw was he, Dial of Destiny*?
2: He you know? brought Owen Wilson to screen for the first time. But Come on, man! Was, yeah, Wes Anderson
1: <laughs> has
0: a very signature style yes. of his own. I
2: love the symmet- the symmetry in his.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, like it's, and I don't know if I am the the biggest fan mm. of that. Just from that one movie that I watched, which I can't even think of the name of it. I don't know why. Give I can't Grand think of Budapest it. a watch. Grand that, Budapest. I have okay. it on
2: Blu-ray. If you want to borrow it, that is considered his best. Okay. And I think it. it and it's got Flash from um,
1: uh, Spider-Man. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say Ezra Miller. No, not, not Ezra borrow? Miller. Uh, what's okay. his name
0: from from the No Way Home trilogy?
1: That Flash. Oh yeah, he's Tony, in it. That was his first role. Not Tony. Yeah,
0: I know. I think it is Tony. I think you're right. Tony yeah. something. Tony something, okay. Good honorable mentions, Micah. May you had May December, you had Asteroid City, Tony Revelation Yeah. Everything Wes Anderson did. And what was your third honorable mention? Uh Blackberry. Blackberry. Okay. All good projects to check out. Yes, but now it's time for the top five. This Mm. is not a draft. This is our top five movies of the year. I thought about doing this, projects of the year, I should say. Yeah, you're right. I thought about doing this as a draft, but this is is just uniquely, uh, I mean, there's probably going to be some repeats on this one, Um, but we're going to start with our number
1: five and we're just going to go around do five uh, four three i like it i like it yeah
0: so we'll start with number five
1: we'll start with ethan all right this was something that was not on my radar i heard a little bit about it in the summer when it was coming out but i watched this like for the first time earlier this month it is a series i binged all eight episodes in two sittings this was something that was so original that I just had to put it on my list. It's jury duty. I don't know if any of you guys jury have watched D. jury duty What's or it, on? No. it is on Amazon. It so the concept of the show is you take the <laughs> I look of jury duty and it's the like <laughs> courts and sign stuff. up for jury duty. <laughs> the concept of the show, it is a uh it is the Truman show, but done in real life with a real guy. So they Whoa. hire forty plus actors, and they do this whole fake court case. All the other jurors are actors. There are eleven other jurors, but there's one guy who thinks it is a real case. What? It stars James Marsden. Yeah, he
2: goes in, and he he doesn't know that James. No, Marsden... no,
1: that's part of the show. It's so James Marsden plays a Hollywood amplified version of himself. It is hilarious. I I love I I loved this show. James Marsden kills it. But just the the technical way that they pulled it off. This one guy, his name's Rodney, I think. Real dude. Thought he got called in for jury duty. Goes in. They get sequestered. They have to stay at a hotel. And then there's just this cast of actors that surround him. And it's just very fun because it mixes scripted with reality which i Whoa. i love both of those but it's the truman show in real life really check this out i really love Jerry duty Jerry Duty. surprised me yeah it's a surprise i've never even heard of this
0: okay ethan notoriously has given me some of the best things to watch uh in the past couple of years tv so show wise i'm definitely yeah yes yeah I'm definitely going to check that one out. That sounds amazing. Did you watch Only Murders in the Building? I did. You did? How was
2: that? Really... Cuz that's a similar vein too, right? Isn't so, that
1: improv? That no, that that's scripted. Oh, that's scripted. Yeah. What
2: was the one where it was like crime drama but they bring in a guest actor? That was improv. In, I
1: think that's there there's one on HBO Max. I forgot the name of it. Yeah. But I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. No, Only Murders came out this year too really good I've hey you l- already have your honorable mention i know i about. know you mentioned it i whoa. i, I oh, you opened the door micah You'll, you don't you even crap me you, you had like six cheats <laughs> nice um uh, micah number five
2: number five i'm gonna go with a show uh a show i'm gonna stop right there a show Ooh, whoa. um i just absolute greatest video game adaptation i've seen oh, wow the last of us huh. i mean you bring in the score from gustavo Santelayo, i think that's his name uh you bring in basically the exact same story you add in episode three one of the most heart-wrenching episodes i've seen in tv and you've got a great show i mean last of us was perfect as a game and now you you bring it into a a a watchable format and it's fantastic like i i have no almost no complaints about the show
1: i just finished it. i we started yeah. in january december hit i'm like oh i never finished this show i gotta finish it i like it yeah yeah really good really solid production design great performances i think it Two episodes really pulled me out of the overall narrative of the show. And they're the episode three. Mm-hmm. And then that other, the left behind DLC one. Yeah. I think that pulled me out. I, I want to stay with the characters. I it, think they do enough on their
2: own to be that. to uh, Justify. Yeah. To justify. I think if they were misses, it would have tore down the whole show. But since they knock it out of the park, both times left behind, not as much, but still a great episode. Um, it was it was fantastic, and I'm really glad that we got a good video game adaptation, especially compared to some of the other video game adaptation mm. shows like Halo. I heard was trash. Oh, it
0: is trash.
2: Yeah, uh, they just keep trying with other video games, and it's just not good in TV form. And Here Mario we are. Bros movie, Mario Bros movie, uh,
0: The Last of Us, makes The Last the of Us, number five, five a
2: very last minute uh, edition. Huh. I was going to have a different movie, but I, I'm I'm really banking on Ethan mentioning it.
1: I, ho- I hope I've mentioned that. I hope you Are know. you looking at my list? I- if, if
2: not, <laughs> I'll just like say it at the end. But You'll know, cheat again. <laughs> we'll have a spot for it okay. because it is worth watching.
0: All right, Last of Us. Uh, I'm also going to go show. I'm going to go All show All right, show's here. for number five. Um, I'm going to go with a show that was on my top top Ooh. five of last year, um, but it's making my top five. This was, oh, man, this was close. I thought about not putting it on here because I do have some issues with it, but when it gets it right, it really gets it right, and I'm talking about Ahsoka. Mm. I really, really had a good time with 80, 80 percent of this show, and it knocked it. I'm talking specifically about the middle portion of this, and and there's some good stuff tacked on to the front and the back, but being a Star Wars fan, I have problems with certain aspects of it. Yeah, and I did. saw
2: the Drew Gooden video.
0: I, and not, not even, because I, I, that's good. There's some stuff I disagree with him with, though. But just being a Star Wars fan that I am, I was a huge fan of the Anakin episode. I was a huge fan of the episode before that. Um, I think that might be the best one um, with uh, where Ahsoka fights Balin's Skull on the rock i thought Uh the duel was great and then they roll into anakin and then the next episode is them going to the new galaxy and thrawn is introduced his introduction is one of the best moments in modern star wars in my opinion and i also think ray stevenson as Balin skull is rest in peace so Mm. so fantastic one of the best new star wars characters in the disney era it is so sad that he will not be able to continue that performance. But I really like I I really loved Ahsoka. Kevin yeah. Kiner was he killed it. He killed it on the score for Ahsoka. He did something new to Thrawn's theme that was just fantastic. Huh. So my my number five is Ahsoka.
1: I think mm. you use the word fantastic enough to sell your your feelings on it. Yeah. It's I, Fantastic. I know that it won't touch my list. It won't touch your list either, Micah. Will it? What? ahsoka no no my list. yeah so Last yeah i was probably good, should have been in there high score actually yeah I we'll dive into a lot of the star wars isms in our upcoming marathon yes where we that's will. when the debates will come up but yeah, i'll let you I'll, just
2: put
0: that into their plug
1: though
0: i'll you i'll let you
1: have that ben i'll let you have that thank
0: you yeah appreciate you letting me have that one <laughs> letting you like what you like yes
1: <laughs> uh number four number four I had to put this on, especially with the state of where Marvel has been and the direction it's mm. going. And when in the Infinity Saga ended for the MCU, there was one piece that was missing. And that was the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen okay. with Guardians of the Galaxy? I, I know it's not on Micah's list, but I had to put this in me personally. I had to put this in my top five. Did you know to Look. No, you told me last night, oh, yeah, Micah, true. Guardians <laughs> yes. of the Galaxy, volume three, just these characters that James Gunn has made. I love them and getting to see them in another film, in a good film, in a movie, an MCU movie when we haven't had MCU movies that are good. This one was great. And mm. it made me feel the way I felt about the MCU five years ago. Mm. It recaptured that joy I had watching a Marvel movie, and plus, Star Lord, love Star Lord, Rocket Raccoon, Drax. the The way that James Gunn told this story with the with Rocket, with Rocket specifically, so good. Yeah. It made me it yep. made me cry over a a ra- raccoon. You know, I didn't I didn't yeah. actually cry for the record, it, but it it. It worked so well for me, and I love the trilogy capper, and yep. this was a, a highlight for me this year.
2: My dad does not like movies with talking animals in this, and them at all, and uh, he watched Guardians 3 three times this year. Oh, cool.
0: They're, my co-worker, she said she was ugly crying in the theater for Rocket's backstory and everything. She's a big animal person, and mm-hmm. I hear if you are, I mean, this is really affecting. And not just that, I mean, the trilogy capper of it... There, I have my problems with it, but it certainly is one of the best MCU movies to come out post endgame for sure. I agree.
1: Surprised that it's in your top five, though. I will say that Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, I'll say this I wanted to put another Marvel movie here, and you know that Marvel movie, you guys will probably say it later. But emotionally, I did not love that movie as much as I loved this one. You're right. It's my next one. Number four, The Marvels. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, for me, number four, I'm going to go with Killers of the Flower Moon. Ooh, uh, I watched okay. this with Ethan. On, uh, it, was, it was Saturday, Saturday morning yeah. showing. Uh, perfect. We I, I brought some food. He brought some drinks. We had a great time. Three and a half hours. A long movie. It's a long, long movie, one. but it just engrosses you in this world that nobody does anything right. Every every turn mm. you take here, just like you think that there's gonna be some hope in this world. Mm. And then like Robert De Niro comes by and he's like, All right, we gotta kill this dude. And then they go and do it. That and then
1: they the <laughs> montage is Oh, really punches you in the face and, it, and then I, I, yeah. I, once jesse plemons shows up as the fbi detective
2: two and a half hours into the movie and you still got another hour left it's like but it wasn't it was geez, long it, it was, was good it, it was long but it was good but like, it wasn't, it one, wasn't of one of those yeah. where it's like this movie is so slow No, no no it's like a this is three and a half hours of pure like
1: I talked about amazing the the score set the vibe for the movie and got got me right where I needed to be and I bet my favorite way to learn history is in a really compelling narrative Mm. I didn't know anything about the Osage people and the tragedy that this story was so and apparently
2: this is like the founding of the FBI and the the one of the most overlooked murder trials in history and it's crazy and i love this movie i i really want to watch it again uh it's definitely going to be a pickup for me once it comes out on blu-ray and uh it might be out i don't it's think it's currently it is. on
1: apple tv plus, it's on right apple TV plus. Yeah.
2: that's why it's not out yet yep and uh definitely the better of the two apple apple movies that came out this movie this year uh wow napoleon did not make parker's list I'll just say that Killers, much. Man, I got to watch Killers. Killers was good. <sighs> good movie. And yeah. Lily Gladstone knocks it out of the park. Uh, she's probably going to win the Oscar this year. Yeah,
0: A lot of people are saying that. She, yeah.
2: yeah it, she just destroys that that role. It breaks your heart.
0: Hmm. How
2: how, how she's treated. It. And Leo, w- with his Leo accent, once again, <laughs> Yeah, it, just a bunch of sweaty people on screen for three and a half hours. It's great.
0: Okay. I the man. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be up and coming for sure. Yeah, there's
2: so much in that movie, and then it leaves you with so many questions about like Wow, they really got away with that. Hmm. There's this one character uh who's like, so I married this Osage woman and she's got two kids, but if say these two kids died, would I inherit the land because it's all about these white people coming in and marrying all the osage people and getting their really rich oil land mm-hmm. and uh then the the lawyer dude's like are you implying that you'd murder these kids so that you would get the land and he's like no well if it'd get me the land i'm <laughs> i'm not saying i'd murder them but
1: would it yeah it's and, a very morally gray movie. Like yeah. every single character
2: has their just absolutely disgusting motive. Hmm. And Leo is the only one that's like, all right, is he on this side? Is he on that side? Because no he spoilers. Loves, I know, no, I know. But Leonardo. He loves his Osage wife, actually. He does, yeah. And then the uncle, who is Robert De Niro, uh, keeps pressuring him to, yeah, everyone else's... You know, dumping these uh, these women in, in a in a way, <laughs> and then getting all the land and being rich. Hmm. So it's a moral dilemma: does he okay. want to be rich or does he want to have a wife, or both? Because you can't have both.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm well, looking forward to it. I'm definitely a uh, watch, watch of the year. Especially because you, Ethan, said that the score is fantastic. Yes. That's the vibe. Yes. I gotta, I, that's, that's the big thing. And I love it. how
2: they use uh, the Osage people in the movie. Like the actual chiefs and stuff are yeah. extras or have parts in the movie.
0: Because it's all filmed on their land. It's great. Okay. Well, you want to talk morally gray, my number four is Oppenheimer.
1: Oh. Killian
0: Murphy. I mean, you have every famous white person ever in this movie, pretty much. I mean, and man, do they knock it out of the park. If they weren't in other movies this year, then (laughs) they For three hours, man, this flies by. And especially because three hours is just three hours of conversation. Breakneck speed, man. Like, holy cow. The score, fantastic. We talked about Ludwig Goranson. He is so good. And for a movie being about dropping a bomb, that is probably the least not the least captivating scene i'll say that when it goes quiet in the theater and it's just a bright light it's pretty insane i love that moment but the moment after that in the in that uh, gym as oppenheimer is sitting there and he's talking about this and it goes quiet and everyone's Mm. cheering and then he starts to see kind of his work go what it entails what he's actually done goes to truman the ending hour is just a trial with robert downey jr who gives one of like even he made all the money in the world and he still knocked it out of the park in this movie i mean he was fantastic i mean there's so many things in oppenheimer that i thought were so good i wish it would go higher on the list but there are three other movies i think are just a little Mm. bit better but oppenheimer is my number four
1: Number three, Mr. Wentzloff. Oh, number three, I got John Wick 4. Oh. I got John Wick Chapter 4 at number three. Nice. This, I, I said it earlier how Mission Impossible was is currently, like that's my action franchise. I love Mission Impossible, but John Wick 4 surprised me in so many ways. Going into this year, I was not like, I was like, yeah, John Wick's fine. I, I wasn't the biggest fan, but John Wick 4, really did it for me. Every action sequence took it to the max. They uh, had multiple different unique action sequences. There was that that sequence in the the house or whatever the with the room layout where you get the overhead shot. Oh yeah. That's fantastic. You have the stair sequence and then uh maybe, I don't know. The only thing about this movie that gets me like kind of upset is fantastic ending then like the next week they're like i don't know maybe we'll make a fifth one that is what annoyed me the most yes because i say this is it you're you should end it end john wick the character right now absolutely because perfect ending to the character really love john wick for mm. yes that's great movie all i will say
0: micah number
2: three also the the one of the best movie theater experiences when uh the grandma and her her grandkids grandma grandpa
1: and and two grandkids
2: they walk in uh, and and the movie starts like the the trailers are going and we're like are you guys here to see john
1: wick four and we're sitting there we're debating it we were like yeah are we in the wrong theater like (laughs) i look at my
2: ticket i look up at the thing i'm like oh man and then it's
1: not Paddington too. Yeah, they were here for Paddington too. Anyway, we saved some kids' lives that day, Micah. They
2: would have been no. They would have been introduced to one of the best movies of the year.
1: But <laughs> right?
2: I mean, the opening shot of
1: what well, that Lawrence
2: great.
0: fish for a while He's like
1: the mother effing king has arrived.
0: <laughs> oh man, well, that would have been interesting for some kids. So when do? did they leave the theater? When Micah
2: told them yeah, it wasn't yeah. Paddington
1: too. <laughs> So Which it is in, also a movie I have gosh. to watch
2: because I hear it's great. Same guy did Wonka. Yeah. Um, my number three is... Wonka. Wonka? No. <laughs> Spider-Verse. Uh, Spider-Verse was the best comic book thing that came out this year, in my opinion. Uh, I think that, I mean, the soundtrack, the score, the the story, the beautiful animation, uh, just the way it leaves you hanging for the sequel Mm. is the only reason why. I mean, but you can't dock points for that because in the future, it's going to be fine. You watch it as a double feature. It's great. But right now,
1: that's why I didn't make mine.
2: Yeah. I love the, I love the, the foreshadowing that they put in this. There's a bigger emphasis on it uh, after watching into the spider verse and then going into across the spider verse, you see that they put more effort into, uh, foreshadowing the, uh, the end of the movie, the end of a cross, and uh, it's cool. It, I I love the character beats. I love the just the the style. It does multiverse in a way that isn't exhausting. Right.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's super fun. That
2: it, we're in a world now where they have to do something more to get us to like the
1: the multiverse, and they do it well here. As James Gunn vulgarly puts it, cameo porn. This movie. Does that in a way that like is super sent like it's like integrated yeah, into, into the, the plot story. enough yeah. where
2: I mean like we've got um what's his name as Donald Prowler, Glover Donald Glover hitting it out of the park with a cool little cameo. Yeah pretty sick. Cool. We got amazing Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in there. It's there's just some cool little they they don't have a billion cameos and that's what i like about it it's i mean like, like
1: still a like previous story. Cameo- yeah. yeah
2: it's it's focused it knows what it's doing and this is the one that did it first so i give it way more passage than mm. than uh, other ones but right it yeah it it's great feel forced it's yeah. it's so close to a perfect movie for me and uh yeah i love it it is good but what <laughs> it didn't affect me Personally, I mean, I've talked about it before. Uh, after this movie, so my second and first spots—they're the ones that affected me deep. Mm. They're the ones that will stick with me forever. Mm. And uh, I'll, I'll, can't wait to talk about it.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, my number three is a, a deeply affecting movie. Movie one that stayed with me uh, since it's since it came out, and it's a it's an odd one for sure because it's not it's a movie but it's definitely it has some very heavy subject matter i'm talking about sound of freedom Mm, it was you leave the movie theater and you're you're kind of just gutted uh i wouldn't say it was a good movie theater experience filmed well shot well acted well the music was good but all of those things fall by the wayside because of the story and the importance of the message that it is sending i don't like it when films preach to you it is one of my biggest pet peeves but when you are shining light on an issue like this in this way it Mm -hmm. is the perfect way to do it jim caviezel is i mean he played he played jesus in 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 The Passion of the Christ and that performance having him that gravitas sells a lot of the performances in here and you're kind of just it's so affecting and it had to be in my top 5 I struggle on where to put this and it goes somewhere in the middle but number 3 is The Sound of Freedom if mm. you haven't seen it please it's a it's a movie I will never watch again Amazon Prime but at least once you need to see this movie it is very well done. I'll say that.
2: There was a lot of controversy around it, too, and that that yes. sucks, but... Yes, uh,
0: definitely worth a watch. Yes, it is. All right, moving on to the top two. Ooh. The top two, Ethan.
1: All right, this is a, also something that I saw within the past month. Oh. That uh, right after I saw it, I was like, wow, that was awesome. But it was one of those movies that stuck with me, that I kept thinking about, that I kept revisiting scenes in my mind, and just the the real-life story of it. You so snuck tragic. in Aquaman, didn't you? I <laughs> snuck in <laughs> Aquaman! You surprised us, too. <laughs> uh, the, this is The Iron Claw, starring mm. Zac Efron. Uh, Sean Durkin directs it. This was the one I was I was hoping you would talk yes, about. Yes, thank you. Good. All right, I'm glad I got it. I yeah. loved this movie. This movie, uh, kind of like we were talking about air, how air tells the real-life story but does it in a way that didn't feel like there was passion behind it. This, Iron, the Iron Claw, has so much passion behind it. The, uh focuses on the Von Erich family, who is one of the most famous wrestling families of all time. And this did the same thing that Ford v. Ferrari did. Got me invested in something that I really care nothing about in the real world. I don't know wrestling. I don't really care about wrestling, but this movie made me care about wrestling. Mm. And there is that emotional gut punch at mm. the end. Won't spoil it here. It is an emotional movie. But for someone who starred in the high school musical movies, Zach Efron carries his weight it's so good his performance is awesome jeremy Allen white is also in this movie who is my number one guy this year my top performance he uh has less to do in this movie but i still really enjoy him in this movie
2: mccallany too
1: yeah from uh
2: mindhunters he's great that was the dad yes oh man it this movie was so sad that they had to cut out one of the brothers because it would have been too much, the would director it, says. Yeah, there was another wow. brother in this movie, yeah.
1: but they yeah. couldn't fit him in. So I, I love this movie. I keep revisiting it. I keep thinking about it. Mm. The Iron Claw, my number two of the year, and spoilers, my top film of the year, The Iron Claw.
2: There we go. So it's your number two and number one spot. <laughs> <laughs> Just say I don't have a film at number oh, one. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, my number two and one, spoiler alert, are movies, and uh, it, it is my turn, right? Yes, it is. All right. <laughs> and uh, this is another movie that just caught me by surprise. I saw some great reviews for it, and uh, Rebecca and I, th- this was a n- not a wide release. This was a very limited release. I had to drive like 25, 30 minutes out to St. Charles to watch it at the theater over there because they weren't showing it anywhere else. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, this this film I watched just on uh, it was early enough. It was a matinee showing. Uh, it was like a four dollar ticket. The theater was packed. I was surprised at how packed this theater was. The holdovers, mm. just beautiful film. I I adore the characters. I just absolutely Paul Giamatti. You know, let me pull up the cast list real quick. Paul Giamatti and uh, just plays this professor who um, is very strict on his morals. He's like, "All right, no second chances. You guys did it, and that's it." You know, so it's- just the the pitch
1: of the movie is really cool. Like, yeah, uh, holdovers is just people who have to stay on campus at a, a private school, or what is it? A...
2: Yeah, so it's, it's a private school yeah. uh, out in the middle of, like, nowhere or whatever, and uh, they live on campus, but over winter break, there's a handful of kids who can't, you know, their, their parents either don't want them home, or they, they um, are going on vacation without them, or whatever, and and uh, this is the story of uh, Paul Giamatti and one of the kids because all the other kids there there was like a group of five, and we spend a couple of days with them, but then the other ones all leave because they get parents' permission. But this poor kid doesn't have parents to like his his dad unfortunately oh. passed away. And that's in the trailer too. Yeah. So no, you know, no spoilers, spoilers for but, it. Yeah. Um and it, it's just about how books are More than their cover, and Mm. these these people are these are like five dimensional characters. They are they have so many layers. As soon as you think you understand these characters, like you're introduced to Paul Giamatti's character named Paul, and you're like, oh yeah, that's that's who he is. But then you go a step further and you see why he's like that, and then you see why he sticks to those values that like build up this character and then with the uh the kid uh angus his name is that's dominic sessa you see where he's coming from the riz Riz master himself it's great and um i really got to see this again this this is i see so many people comparing it to sitting with a nice blanket around you with a nice hot cup of cocoa it takes place in the 80s it's even got the uh the 1980s um uh mpaa rating like the blue screen instead of the green at the beginning and uh the old uh, what was it metro Goldwyn, the the mgm logo or something like some
1: retro yeah,
2: cinemax maybe it's, yeah it, it's the old retro feel it was recorded in mono audio which just
1: adds a whole different feeling to it i love it it. Yeah, lo- don't just go in ready for the story and, and it, don't wait till christmas
2: yeah. it, sure it's a winter break movie but this is this is more than a winter break movie yeah. i mean you could still watch it it's still winter break right <laughs> yeah technically it is yeah go watch it uh it some, some people yeah it's fantastic <laughs> uh blew me away with mm. how far
1: these characters go i could definitely see though tons of people not liking this also yeah because um does require you to be rebecca patient didn't like it rebecca yeah. thought it was boring uh
2: yeah. i personally think this is one of the best character written movie uh, the best character written movie of the year
1: mm. it, it i that i love that you said all that because this plays
2: like a novel
1: one the of the main through. reasons I love movies and TV so much is it helps me love people more mm. and relate to people better this movie does that so well
2: mm. yeah yeah Definitely. good, good number uh, two this pick. is this is my recommendation for everyone to watch like this is this is the movie to um like yeah Oppenheimer is fantastic Barbie fantastic you know all these movies but out of like the more obscure, this is the the 2023 movie that gets my personal yeah. recommendation. Oh, cool!
0: Well, my number two is a film that's already been mentioned on the panel for top five already. Um, Sorry, and that is the fourth film in an epic franchise, John Wick Chapter oh, Four. <laughs> that is that is that is my number two. Uh, me and my dad, my dad started this with me, and and uh, we've gone to see. Too every single one of the films in theaters since that first one came out and we had to go see this one my dad hates long action movies this is a long action movie he actually went back to the theaters by himself to go re-watch this movie wow i never thought i'd see that in the history of my life now my dad notwithstanding who loved this movie i also love this movie from the opening in japan with uh hiroyuki sanada I, who is fantastic they have an epic sword fight in Japan and then it just it just goes all across and the final duel man I'm not I'm trying to find different things to talk about because you you talked about it so well the final duel is so good I, as as and um Donnie Yen who is so good also in this role um I, I hope if they're going to do another John Wick movie he needs to be the focus, in my opinion. Don't do more John Wick. Well, they're doing, they got one coming out next year. Ballerina. Or someone else. Yeah. Just don't Just do not Keanu. John Wick. Wick. Don't the do K- Keanu. The Cotton because... also came out this year, right? Didn't see that, yeah. I don't know if anyone saw that. I don't think yeah. anyone thought it was good. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. That's what turned me off from it. But this was certainly very epic, and the gunplay and action were fantastic that's my number two john wick chapter four and now gentlemen it's the moment of truth this is the best project of 2023 starting with mr wenslow
1: i think we've all showed our hands pretty well i think we can all predict what our top three are but mine goes to uh the bear i talked about it earlier with jeremy allen white but this one had to be my best performance and my best project of the year just i for the the just saw a show about cooking. Come on. That is not something that I would jump on board with, but the way that they tell it and the characters behind it, specifically this season, first season and second season, completely different, same characters and same story. They're doing this, certain things, but uh, this one really was a more character centered season. Each episode took time with a different character. Each episode from the kitchen crew, and you got to dive into who they are. What makes them tick? And I, I loved it. It mm-hmm. is just there's specific, there's a flashback episode with many, many celebrity cameos. I won't spoil it because you two will watch a show eventually. Great episode. Uh, was called, that
2: your best of the season? Because I heard a lot of debate over. what so the So that's episode not my best, best
1: episode of the season because it's a flashback takes you out of the actual ongoing story. My best was the finale for me. Okay. There's a season. How sequence. many episodes in a season? I think it I think it was eight. Okay. You can fact check me on that. Might have been ten. I mean, I watched it in like two sittings, so pretty mm-hmm. quick. But I, lo- I love the bear. The bear is the my top show coming out right now. Takes place in Chicago, right? It takes place in Chicago. Mr. Beef. Mr. Beef mm-hmm. follows a guy named Carmi, played by Jeremy Allen White. Cast that surrounds him is really good. Uh the main girl the other chef she she was in a a couple of other things this year i forget her name but yeah really good the the bear man there's a specific one shot in the finale i think mike even saw a video on it there's a one shot in the finale that really impressive it's not like my favorite thing from the show but they do so much so well in the bear
0: your recommendation last year was severance because that was your number one I am going to watch The Bear this year because that's your number one this year. Wow. I'm just feeding. He's a man who knows his TV. I'm just feeding off of Ethan's TV. Slow horses, too. Slow Slow horses, horses too. The Bear first. (laughs)
1: Ethan's number one, The Bear. Check it out on Hulu. On Hulu. Yeah. On Hulu, which I just canceled on accident. Oh, boy. I thought they added it to Disney Plus, (laughs) but it was a beta. I uh, got boomed. (laughs) Ouch. Mr.
2: Hat, number one. Prometheus stole fire from the gods and gave it to man. For this, he was chained to a rock and tortured for eternity. Oppenheimer is my number one movie of the year, not just because of the film itself, but the experiences that I had with the film, the viewing experience. Uh, This is the only movie that I have exclusively seen in IMAX in the theater. True IMAX. More than once. Uh, like in general full stop seen it in imax only Mm. um and i watched this in imax digital and i also watched this in imax 70 millimeter and that was an experience the the first time i watched it with a barbenheimer the the barbenheimer experience was fun so i watched barbie first in uh standard and then i went to oppenheimer same theater right after it and it just this movie takes my breath away. Hmm. It, it, I mean, it's a Christopher Nolan film. They all leave you in this, in this sense of, awe. Oh, like, did I really just watch this? Did, did what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like I, I man, what you're and you were talking yeah. about it
2: earlier with the score and uh the ending, but I want to highlight also the beginning, uh, just seeing every scene that uh it was filmed in IMAX 70 millimeter, or I guess 65, but whatever. Uh with the with the, like the, the 134 by one aspect ratio is so just burned into my mind when he's looking down onto the water droplets, when he's laying in bed and there's the the spinning thing and uh can you hear the music is is playing. Yeah. It's just so good when they're when they're on the horses and they're at the uh, the Trinity site when they're first, you know, like exploring it and they're like, all right, this is where we're going to do it. This is where we're going to blow the bomb and have the whole set. And then finally, at the end where we have uh, when I came to you with those calculations, we thought we might start Mm -hmm. a chain reaction that would destroy the entire world. I believe we did.
0: I believe we did.
2: Man, and some people categorize this movie as just a, a a bit of a throwaway because it's very uh montage-y, But it does, feel, I think, it does
0: feel that way. I yeah. think
2: this is the best way you can keep the audience's attention mm. while still including everything that you want to include. Uh, the technical prowess that Christopher Nolan shows in this, there are what, hundreds of special effects shots, but none were computer-generated? Insane. The, uh, the feeling of watching this on film, because this was filmed on film uh, on a brand-new type of celluloid, fra- is this celluloid? I don't remember, uh, of black-and-white IMAX film stock. Never been done before. It's basically a direct copy from the original film strips. Yeah. it that's just a different feeling when the bomb goes off and you can hear the film flipping in the back that was a out of body experience just absolutely magical it Michael really liked Oppenheimer I love this movie yeah. not just because of the movie but because of the opportunity the opportunity I, that you get. No. In, the in, the opportunity that you get uh, that I got to watch this in a format that unfortunately was dying before this came out, mm. and now there there could very well be a resurgence of seventy millimeter releases. There could be really uh, uh, an emphasis on large picture format releases. There could be, I mean, cinema's back, baby. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, a three hour movie that is rated r about that, his uh, historical
2: I, film that almost made a billion dollars that almost
0: made a that's crazy. i mean with the
2: physical release it's that's gotta crazy. be there that's crazy uh, this this brought back physical media with christopher nolan saying that uh like this is the way we preserve the future for the future mm. is buying the and sure yeah it's his movie of course he's gonna say that but it's true with so you many, believe
0: what he's saying with so right. many
2: movies. I mean, it's got a bonus disc. How many movies come with a bonus disc anymore? Uh, with just special features over three hours of special features that are actually like mm. meaningful. And with so many movies that are coming out on strictly streaming that we probably won't get a physical release for We were lucky enough to get Wandavision, Loki Mandalorian one and two in a physical release. Like, Willow, the TV show, sure, it may have sucked, but it's gone. You can't watch that. Yeah, right. It's not. You can't watch that legally. Uh, We have a movie called 28 Days Later, also starring Killian Murphy. You can't stream that. You can't buy that. The only way you can buy it is if you buy the out-of-print DVD, which is a lot less rare than the Mm -hmm. completely rare Mm Blu-ray. Deemed as one of the... One of a, a great indie genre of the early 2000s of horror movie. Oppenheimer really pulled up so many different pillars of cinema. And for that, I have to applaud it. It, it uh, Film, uh, like film reels, uh, physical media, going to the theater in general, double features with Barbenheimer. Yeah. I mean... It, it's amazing this movie did so well it's amazing mm-hmm. to me i'm very very glad that this movie did well
0: and ha- like happy that it did yes like
2: and robert downey jr oh yeah. uh, if he doesn't win best supporting actor i don't know who will like this can sure yeah
0: uh
1: <laughs> that'll win best song for oh. sure <laughs> yeah. i
0: don't, well,
2: think I don't know it was
1: nominated Right?
2: I don't think it was. Astrid City it was nominated out? for its Alien song. Did they you they see that? Come out? Or no, no,
0: it's in the shortlist. list, short they list is out. The, okay. I was the like, official lists are not out. So Ken... I'm Kenuff, was not on there? I
1: don't think it was. I'm just Ken. I, uh, I personally did not see Oppenheimer in theaters, guys. Did you so, see it at all? I did. I really liked it. Uh, didn't love it. Like, I loved it. I loved it. But it's not going to scratch my top five, but there's a quote from Emily Blunt's character. Uh, it's that scene right after killing, they're like in the desert and he's off his horse. And she says this to him. She says, you don't get to commit the sin and then ask us all to feel sorry for you when there are consequences. That is something that you can pluck right out of that movie and apply to any situation in your life. Hmm. As a religious man, sin carries weight. And I love that statement. Also as a religious man, I didn't see this movie in theaters because of the nudity. Just got to state that. That's why I, I avoided the cinema for this. Guys,
2: this, this is one of the movies where while I am, you know, all for let's not have nudity in movies. This is the one where I feel it's there is some justification to having it because Christopher Nolan isn't a nudity in movies kind of guy. Like never he has been before. He never has been
1: before. He has I, Right. I think there's one other movie he's had.
2: Maybe. I don't uh, think but, so. But uh, in Oppenheimer, there are there is some reason there is some tension that is added with it you are supposed to feel uncomfortable with it and that, that's all i'll say i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna defend like having nudity like likes porno guys yeah we got that. yeah that's we'll what it that is down. that's exactly what it is um but i i think this is one of the few times where i can say that the it is tasteful nudity hmm
1: artistic
2: artistic as twitch would put it as twitch would put yeah <laughs> oh. you can stream this on twitch
0: <laughs> nice shirtless podcast one like your number one movie like micah likes his number one movie it's a great review micah very well done thank you i am going one to, of the few i watched yeah, twice this year i think it's obvious my number one is spider-man into the spider-verse uh, across the spider verse Man, spider man low budget sure. oh, <laughs> oh man okay i didn't know that was in contention that would be the best spider man movie of the year it's obviously across the spider verse in my opinion there is nothing closer this is <laughs> by, about that. by far the best movie of 2023 for me by a long shot um from the start i was not i i was kind of it starts off in gwen's world beautiful animation but I, I don't know if I was completely engaged from the start, but literally it, from 10 minutes in, I'm fully engaged with a different Spider-Man than Miles Morales. And then they give you Miles Morales and then they intertwine their stories again mm. with two I, I love that Gwen takes a bigger portion of this movie. It's runtime. It also helps that she has a great musical theme and a great art. I mean, I mean the art direction in this just uh, a Hobie, the uh, character Hobie Brown, uh, Spider Punk, was he was so good, and then um, I, I was a little sad that Nick Cage didn't. But he's going to be in uh, Beyond the Spider Verse. Do we have a release date for that yet? Also, because soon, I'll say that that was that was what I was. <laughs> I left the theater and I'm 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 just I'm wanting more yeah. so much I'm wanting more because the cliffhanger is so good it doesn't leave you ups, upset it just leaves you wanting the next mm-hmm. movie now now and because because what you just watched in two hours and twenty minutes is fantastic we you didn't you didn't talk about uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine holy cow is he absolutely great I really, great theme
1: too yeah yes yeah.
0: his theme is great I, I didn't even say that um he has some really cool character uh themes and ticks that I, I'm thinking they might go ahead with and beyond the spider verse there's that moment in the beginning scene where he comes out and helps Gwen and he tries to bite that guy and he has uh vampire vampire teeth and that kind of gets forgotten about. But in the Spider-Verse comics, vampires are a big portion of that. I don't know if they'll lean into it at all, but it is strange that a Spider-Man 2099 has vampire teeth. So I'm hoping they do that. But, I mean, you have, I'm, I'm blanking on the name Mortals. of the character. Spot? No, not Spot. <laughs> um, the name of the actor who played Spider-Man 2099. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Thank you. Poe Dameron. He was so good. And I think all the performances were great in this movie. And it's it's by I saw it three times in theaters. Saw it not in true IMAX. But uh, in IMAX Digital, um, in the theaters, the sound mixing was great. The second time there was that sound mixing issue across theaters right, yeah. in the US, it was kind of hard to release. hear it.
2: I went to, I think I went to NCG and saw it, and it was kind of hard to hear Especially, the Gwen intro.
0: Yeah, I'm a
1: deaf, yeah. you know, I'm half deaf in one of my ears. So, like, uh, yeah, yeah, I see yeah. too. Are you? Yeah. Bro,
0: let's go. Oh, oh, dude, it's, it's, it sounds like
1: <laughs>
0: they fixed it. Especially if you see it in a Dolby Atmos theater, but I mean that first viewing was a little rough. They didn't have that patched yet, and it sounds like they were patching the movie even while it was in theaters. But the overall movie experience was amazing, and it stayed with me throughout the year in its score. And its, I, I bought the movie. I, I think it's the only movie. No, it's the. Uh, I bought two movies in 2023 that came out. Yeah, me um, too. I, yeah, I, yeah, I so, did buy
2: two. <laughs> there uh, were two in there. I bought two. only two.
0: I'll say that. What um, you think about spot?
2: Uh, Spot, he was great. My holes can take me anywhere.
0: That I will say, <laughs> he's the main villain of the movie. He's, but he he's doesn't.
1: Like, Oscar Isaac's more of the yeah, hundred yeah. percent, and
0: he and he takes the show. He's good though. The their humor that they play off each other is really good, and especially with his dad, great character work, great actor if, too. He was in Asteroid City. If Beyond the Spider Verse can land as well, this might be one of the this might be top three greatest trilogy. Yeah, I don't know about that. But it's definitely going to be top three if Beyond can stick the landing.
2: Speaking of GOAT trilogies, that's my number one. I saw Return of the King Extended last year. In theaters? Yeah, in theaters Same with Rebecca. And uh, guys, look out for those movies that are like your favorites coming back to theaters. That'd be great. We're watching Interstellar this year.
0: Yeah, Interstellar's coming out pretty soon here. Excited for that. But with that, you have number one. I want to run through... Mm. Our top fives here. Ethan, can you give us your top five
1: real quick? Number one, The Bear. Number two, The Iron Claw. Number three, John Wick 4. Four, Guardians 3. Five, Jury Duty. Jury
2: Duty. Micah, top five? Uh, I'm pretty happy with this list here. Last of Us, number five, Killers of the Flower Moon. Four, Spider-Verse. Three, Holdovers. Two, and
1: Oppie, one.
0: I've got Ahsoka, Oppenheimer, Sound of Freedom, John Wick 4, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So there you
1: have it. So have the listeners grade the three of our lists. Please do it down below. That would be I feel
0: like these
2: lists are pretty good. Uh, Ethan's probably is D tier because of jury duty, whatever that is,
0: but you know. <laughs> Never heard of jury duty, but that's not a knockout. We'll watch mean the, the guy the from Cyclops, Sonic? Man. <laughs> Is James, it's James Marsden. Uh, isn't he Cyclops? Yeah, he's Cyclops. Right. Yeah, no, he's way. also in.
1: I think one of you just watched the notebook. The notebook. Yeah, I did watch the notebook. He's in the notebook. I had not seen it. Wow,
0: very cool. We got to talk about a romance movie that has no 4K after this, Micah. But oh, 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 now we have to go into we're done with 2023. That's it. Screw the about, 2023, wait,
2: wait, wait. man. Do you mean the next watch through? With Pride and Prejudice, we're (laughs) We're going to watch all those. Pride and Prejudice, Cinematic Universe. We'll talk about that. It was filmed in 4K, so or on film, so it could be.
0: I really hope so. But 2023 was a great year for film. Got a lot of good stuff, both movies and TV in general. But that's that. You have our picks. Let us know what you thought down below of our picks if we missed anything. But now... We're looking forward. We're looking ahead. 2024. We're in 2024. Shoot ahead. We made it. This one. We made it. And there's a lot of good stuff coming out. This is going to be our draft portion. We have five projects that are coming out in I've got 2024. I've i a list of nine. And I, I'm, I'm I also have a list of nine. <laughs> yep. What's I've got happen? some that you guys probably haven't even heard of. Um, Which I'm hoping so. Don't list yep. them. I won't. But we're going to do it how we've been doing it. Ethan's going to start us off oh, at number oh, one. is. Oh. <laughs> We we don't have to do it. We don't have, to, don't do have to do it in order. You don't have but, to do this, Ethan. I mean, it is prudent to pick your favorite top project first. So or, you get a
1: list of five. Or one that's been on Micah's list since, since last year. That.
0: I could do that, number Neither one. You don't have to do this. <laughs> but uh, Ethan is first. All right, what is your... What's right. most anticipated? I, what I'm not going to
1: play petty because... I've had this since last year, man. Right, Mike has had it since <laughs> last year. I'm not going to take his uh, whatever Dune. I'm not going to do that. You're not going to Dune it? I'm not going to Dune it. Uh, let me let me look at my list. So, number one thing I'm most excited for. Is that, is that how we're doing it?
0: Yep. Yes, I'm most I mean, excited draft, for yeah.
1: has to be uh, the ones who live, the walking dead. Oh. Dang it. Duh. Was that on yours? That's on mine. That's on yours. Let's go. Dang, oh yeah. It's... Let me let me cross that off. Good <laughs> <on. laughs>
0: so pick, for, Ethan.
1: The uh, yeah. Walking Dead is uh, the famous return of Daryl. Not Daryl. Why did I say Daryl? Uh, Rick no! Rives. <laughs> because for... his show was really good, right? Daryl oh, okay. Daryl show yeah, right. sucked. Uh, Rick, so this one's gonna be good. This well, the budget. I just saw this. The budget for each episode. Thirteen million dollars. So that means Whoa. it's going to be good. Doesn't mean it's going to be good, but it The Walking Dead, when it was at its heyday, was three million per episode. Oh my goodness! So this is ten more million per episode. We have the great all, one of my all time favorite TV characters, Rick Grimes, coming back thirty
2: five per episode
1: with Denai Guerrero playing Michonne. Yeah. So I'm excited for The Ones Who Live, and it also has one of my favorite actors from Lost in it. Oh, freaking trick. John Locke! I forgot about that. Yeah, John Locke's Oh in it. man, actor. Dang it! Why am I blanking on the actor's name? I feel like a fake fan now. You mean John Locke of the infamous Pokemon? Nuzlocke? Look it up for me. John Locke lost. What? Who is he? Uh, Terry Quinn? Terio Quinn. Yes. Oh, yeah. John Locke. And so Quinn. Micah didn't have to look it up for me. By the way, I remembered. I'm a real fan. <laughs> Tara Quinn's going to be in it too. So this one I'm most excited for, but I also think could suck. I think it could suck because a lot of the walking dead shows and the walking dead season 11. Yeah. Season 11. They had 11 scenes of that was also not good, but I really have high hopes for this. I really want it to be good. Please be good. The walking dead, the ones who live. I really
0: hope it's in your top five next year and not your most disappointed. I know. I hope so too. That's a good, that's a good one. Hate taking that off my list, Micah. We Dune all tune. know what yours. Yeah, Dune yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah,
2: hoping for this year.
1: <laughs> March, right? It's a March first
2: coming out. Sure is. I'm uh, hoping I might take it soon. Maybe I can even uh, go watch it in 70 minutes. I got to rewatch
1: that first Dune. It uh, it a bad come over ex- sometime. I'll watch it. Bad experience watching that first Dune the first time. We like had a theater with like. Yeah. The brightness at yeah it was terrible yeah it was horrible it's it's
0: not a good dune's not even a bright movie anyway so having it be a dark theater was a bet we're never going to Regal again regal
2: yeah that that theater's on its its way out in fact it was sold to uh classic cinemas i think maybe Mm -hmm. they'll
0: get redo those chairs the chairs suck in regal (laughs) cinemas they really do and dune was a long movie um Anything else to say? Dune, too, Dune man. two. Dune I mean, it speaks for say. itself. You're right. It yeah. It's even uh, out and lash here. This yep. is
2: this is gonna be the movie series of the of the century. Yeah, uh, because because I I love Dune. It's, All right, man. Like, hey, I'm okay. Hans Zimmer and his score. Uh, the star-studded cast. Yeah. The cinematography looks amazing. Denis Villeneuve is just. Absolutely amazing! I have to watch Prisoners. This
0: this was my most anticipated movie of the year as well. Yeah, Prisoner, most anticipated. No, it good. can't be. Actually. Prisoners is really It can't good. be because I took it. It was. That's why I said it was. <laughs> it was. I drafted. I it Ooh, Ben's yep. for too. Yeah, Prisoners on yep. Netflix,
2: so I gotta watch it.
0: Yeah, Prisoner. Oh, you'll love Prisoners. I didn't I know it was to... Deni
2: until this, uh, till this week.
0: Hugh Jackman. huge Jackman is great in that movie. Jake so Gil, is Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with... You can't do that one. I'll just go with Deadpool oh, 3. okay. I'm going to go with Deadpool yeah. 3. Uh, not my most anticipated... A nice safe pick from Ben. But I love... I love, love, love the direction and everything I'm seeing from the production set photos from Deadpool 3. It I'm really hoping that this does multiverse in a fun way. Deadpool can call out a lot of the stuff that's been going on in Hollywood recently, especially from a Marvel standpoint. I'm really hoping he does not hold back. I'm hoping that since now Disney's kind of opening up to that, that they do make it rated R. I am all for that. And well, they, I, they it also confirmed it's rated R. Great. Even yeah. better. That wish granted. Um, and I, I, we hear just from the Marvel movie marathon, from that perspective, having that come up and hearing all the rumors surrounding the cast and maybe cameos. It's just, just for us three, I think it's going to be a special for us. Yes. Yeah.
1: I think so. Who so, watched all the Trek of uh, Daredevil, who watched Electra, the Fantastic Four, <laughs> all the X-Men movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Deadpool 3. is pick. Market. I'm also, super. rumors of the TVA going to be in it, oh, you know. Yeah. Also, yep. just, it seems like everyone behind it is just really passionate yeah. about the film they're producing, which is the main thing you want. In a film. It would be cool if all of the set leaks were actually fake. That would implanted because be theres be are really some cool. Out there sets. Yeah. Number okay, okay. four. So oh, the I re- guess, yeah. Yeah. Your next Dude, one. Do you want to do a snake draft? You you go, Ben. Oh, snake draft? Yeah, you go. I get to go. Okay. You Ooh. get your next pick right now. He's got a research.
0: I'm in. No, I'm into that. Uh Furiosa, a Mad mm, Max okay. Sega movie. I
2: watched uh Fury
0: Road. Oh man. Like dad movie. Yeah. I uh, saw your review. Dad it's a movie, good dad really... movie. It's also a really freaking good movie too. I love Fury Road. It's one of my favorite movies ever made. And the fact that they're making another one, George Miller behind the camera and... Chris Hemsworth is in the movie. Dude. Star-studded Anya Taylor cast. Taylor Joy, right? Anya Taylor-Joy. And it's a prequel to the Fury Road movie. Uh, it's about the mothers, and uh, Morton Joe is going to be in the there, mothers. which I love. I loved Morton Joe. So having a prequel, setting that up, uh, I'm great looking for. This is one of those movies. I'm picking this one because I, just, I, have, I have such a faith that it's going to be good. It's mm-hmm. just going to be a good movie because there's – passion behind it. This isn't a, a franchise movie that they're banging out because they've gotta they've gotta release another one. George Miller wants to do this. He has a story laid out. It's been a long time coming for a Mad Max Sega movie. I'm excited for this yeah. one. Have yeah. you
2: seen Fury Road in Black and Chrome? I have not. I don't know
0: if I ever even want to I would to rewatch with it with you. you
2: if you wanted to watch Black and Chrome.
0: Okay. If I want to, I will let you know. Okay.
1: I don't. <laughs> well, I, don't I don't know. know. So Wait, with black so and white.
0: Logan, black and white. Black and white doesn't really. I'd rather have it in color. Yeah. I'd. Ra- I. J- I just would rather watch it in color. Okay. That is. That's my number two. Okay.
2: Joker, Folio. adieu. Oh. Uh, you guys did not like the first Joker. I rewatched I Joker it, not too actually. long ago, and it wasn't as high as I initially thought it was. But I still really love the movie. I love how different it is from other. Uh, comic book movies how uh it just takes the joker into a new direction uh it's not trying to be heath ledger joker it's not trying to be something else it's it's its own thing and i really appreciate that um well, they do, and right? apparently this is
1: a musical yeah so lady gaga it's lady Gaya, yeah i'm glad you grabbed this because i wasn't gonna i know guys weren't gonna, grab we're gonna it. get it yeah. so that's why well, i don't I, even know I if people it. who love the first joker would take this, I don't this know, is i'm a, excited because of
0: lady gaga because it's a musical
1: it's so different from the i first think this one. is
2: going to be a very interesting film right to watch
1: i i, I agree interesting. it was one of the
2: first movies that i think the first movie that i bought an imax ticket for Mm. Back when the Imagine Theater was a true IMAX, that was an amazing theater. I'm so sad it's not IMAX anymore. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Okay. So if we want to talk about Multi versus Collide, let's pluck two actors from two of the biggest performing films this year. Let's pluck them. And then also a director that appeared on our marathon this year. So I'm going to take The Fall Guy which okay. is a David Leach film. And if you don't know David Leach, he did Bullet Train. He did, oh, the first John Wick. He did Deadpool 2. So he's got some directed? No, did I say David Leach? Yeah. Chance to Hellskeying he are you talking about?
2: Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw.
1: Right, he did Deadpool Atomic 2, right?
2: Atomic Blonde. He did a Deadpool 2, yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. David Leach. You said John Wick. He uh, did, did the first John Wick. It. Dude, That's Lee? Chad Stahelski. No, I'll go to the first round. Wick. David Leach was part of that. He might
0: have been a part of it. I thought you said directed it, though. I think he co directed it. Produced. Co produced. Ch- produced
2: the first three. And well, he's uh, got a
0: hand in that. I mean, so I'm
1: excited for that. Yeah. And of course, it stars he did Ryan Gosling. Stars Ryan oh, Gosling yeah. and, oh, yeah. and Emily Blunt. Those are the two actors. You got Emily Blunt from Oppenheimer. You got Ryan Gosling from Barbie. This movie is just about uh, a stuntman who, uh, his, uh, he plays understudy, or he no, he plays a stuntman for this guy who goes missing, who's played by also uh, James Arnold Taylor, Craven the Hunter. So oh. James Arnold Taylor's in this movie. It's it. Everything about this movie looks really fun to me. It just like Ben with, uh, Furiosa. This is one of those movies that I just really hope is good, and mm-hmm. I think it could be.
2: Okay. Taking Winston that. Duke in this bad boy, yeah, too. The fall you're, guy. You're going again, Ethan. Let's I'm
1: going draft. again. Yeah, snake let All right, let's, I'll just do it just because it's so soon. I'll do Echo. I'll take Echo because we talked about earlier MCU losing a lot of steam, not a lot of stuff, not a lot of passion behind a lot of these projects, but something I have a lot of passion for is the Daredevil uh, universe and the Netflix Daredevil universe, and this Echo is really tying into that. We just saw a trailer that directly linked this Kingpin, this Daredevil to the show for Echo. So I'm really excited for Echo. It's going to be five episodes, all going to drop same day, January 9th. We can binge it the day it drops. So we'll see. We'll see if it's good. I don't know if it'll be good, but I am excited to watch it. Yeah. Good pick. Mm-hmm. And-
0: I don't know where to have my expectations for this because everything I've heard about it says it's not good, but they trimmed it down and Kingpin Vincent D'Onofrio looks like he's going to have a pretty big role to play. And if it's, I don't care what show you're in. If you're watching Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin, like that's a reason to watch the show on its own. Yeah. I mean, Daredevil's also in it. So like, I mean, that trailer did get me pretty hyped today. So good pick. Micah, next one.
2: On the topic of movies starring Aaron Taylor-Johnson and Nicholas Holt, Nosferatu, 2024, by Robert Eggers. The next yeah. in the uh, Robert Eggers movies coming out. It's fourth one, right? Uh, I, I believe so, yeah. We've got Bill Skarsgård. We've got Lily Rose Depp. We've got Willem Dafoe. We've got Nicholas Holt, love- Aaron Taylor-Johnson. We've got tons of great uh weird looking characters in this movie I watched the original uh, Nosferatu the the silent french film hmm. german film german and uh with Parker and it was definitely interesting um and the early pictures the the, the promo pictures of Willem Dafoe in this it's going to be a pretty horrifying movie it i'm excited
0: my extent of knowledge Regarding Nosferatu is uh, SpongeBob. That one SpongeBob yeah. episode. That's all <laughs> I know about the character of Nosferatu. Yeah, uh, but it's Robert yeah, Eggers.
2: Yeah, Nicholas Holt looks weird. Probably it'll be weird
0: too. Oh yeah, all his
2: movies are pretty weird. A gothic tale of obsession between a haunted young woman and the terrifying vampire infatuated with her.
0: Yep, and that's who's about playing as simple as it gets. Uh, I believe Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That sounds right. Okay. And then Willem
2: Dafoe plays this weird guy.
0: Okay, I have... Ooh. I am going to go with, because I need more time to think, and I know you guys are going to pick this one, Transformers 1. Uh, this is an animated Transformers Ooh, prequel. Movie. Out. Wow! Uh, and it should be coming out August, September you time. Can have it, yeah. yeah uh, that's this, fine. Chris Hemsworth is playing Mega uh, Optimus Prime. Brian Tyree Henry is voicing Megatron, and uh, I believe Scarlett Johansson is in here voicing another one. This is a, a huge star-studded cast and it's detailing the origins of the Transformers on Cybertron, their war, and how Optimus and Megatron become enemies. John and I could not... Be more excited about this! Yeah, John Ham's in it Sentinel too. Sentinel
2: Prime. Keegan Michael Key is. Boma oh, movie. he's
0: Sentinel Prime.
2: Yeah, Dude, Lawrence Fishburne is Alpha
0: Trion. If you are a fan of Brian Transformers, Tyree Henry is
2: Megatron. Dude. This is
0: a must-watch movie. I'm hoping they give it the Spider Verse treatment, where mm. they they go all out in the animation. If you're doing a Transformers movie on Cybertron, you got to make it animated. That's the only way it, it'll be any way profitable, because it'll be too expensive. So this is the way to go. But you. If you give them good designs and a good score, this movie is going to knock it out of the park. And I hope, 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 this is good. And is it I Sony Pictures Animation? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It says
2: that the, in the trivia that uh, it's similar animation style to Mitchell's vs. Machines, which that's really good animation too. I don't
0: know. I know it's, I know it's connected to a big studio. September I just don't know 13th, the art style. Twenty twenty four. September thirteenth. I am greatly, greatly looking forward to Transformers One. Paramount paramount animation yep yeah yeah that's what it is that's what it is uh i am also going to go with um i'll go lord of the rings the war Mm. of the Rohirrim coming out in december this is also an animated film what number is this is that four these aren't really in order oh okay but i know just like our fourth
2: one though yeah this is our this is fourth yeah yeah,
0: fourth pick Okay. um I don't really know anything about this movie, to be honest, other than it's the tale of Helm Hammerhand and the origins of Helm's Deep, which we all know from that epic battle in The Two Towers. Other than that, I know nothing, but mm-hmm. it is Lord of the Rings project that's been in the works for a long time, and it's coming out in theaters. So here's hoping it's good. Greatly looking forward to Lord of the Rings Return of uh, War of the Rohirrim. Micah, number four.
2: All right, I'm gonna go with a uh, curveball here that you guys may not have heard of Ooh. called Mickey 17 by Bong Joon Ho. If you guys remember him from Oh, this is uh from, Robert Pattinson, yeah, 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 uh, the guy who did Parasite. So, a real quick synopsis Mickey 17 is an expendable, a disposable employee on a human expedition sent to colonize the ice world in Niflheim. After Whoa. one iteration dies, a new body is regenerated with most of its memories intact. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo, uh, with his, I guess, acting resurgence after he lost uh, <laughs> Incredible Hulk. Uh, we got Steven Yoon in that. But yeah, oh, Bong Joon. Really? Oh. Yeah. So Steven Yoon. Steven Yoon. Oh. Tony Collette. Good meki. My god,
1: that when's that come out?
2: This uh is already in I believe it's already in film fests. I don't know when release date. Yeah. Release date 2020 March 29th. Wow, that's yeah. coming out. Cool. Pretty yeah, soon. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters, but like it's one that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Like, if if I if I get to it. Kind of like Argyle. That's another one yeah. where I'm like, yeah, if I get to
0: it. Okay. Mm.
1: Ethan, number four. No. So I get four and five. Yeah. Right. I get to close this out. So let's see. Why not? You just named it. I'll take Argyle there you go. Uh, because it just looks like a good time. I don't I don't know if it'll be good. It's Matthew Vaughn who did X-Men first class oh. uh, <laughs> and some other things. But you're just going to watch for Dua Lipa. Right. Uh, Dua Lipa, Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard, Brian Cranston, Really stacked cast. It looks interesting. Yeah, looks it's, interesting. Saw so the first trailer for it. I think it, it could. The it could be very good. Yes. So I'm excited for that. And then my number five pick. I'll do the. I'll do the penguin. I'll do the penguin show think, coming yeah, out on coming HBO out. Max. Yep. I'll take that. uh Colin Farrell. Is it, this is Matt Reeves, correct? He's going to do the Penguin show? Ooh, I got to look into this one. I know he is producing it for sure. I don't know if he's
0: directing it, though.
1: I think this has potential to be really good. So I, I like Colin Farrell. I I like uh, his Penguin. He's producing and it. And I like like mobster-esque stuff. So let's see what they do with yeah. the Penguin. I'll take that at five. Think Wr- Batman's going to show up? Written by Lauren LaFront. If he does, that'd be really fun. We'll see. They don't yeah. have a director for it? Yes, uh, Craig Zobel.
2: Oh, there we go. I see it now.
0: Cool. He is the director for that. I like it. The Penguin. Not... It is... Yeah, wait. I don't know what IMDB is talking about.
1: All right, Micah.
2: I'm not going to strike out on another... uh, Won't be released, so I'm not going to say Severance.
1: Right. Or that's why I didn't say The Bear. Yeah. Because I don't want to not have a released one. Exactly. But Severance is a good... Good. Severance would be...
2: uh, But I'm going to say... I'm gonna you know what? I've been doing it all night. I'm gonna break the mold again. A triple triple movie for this what? one. We're doing what? the the Sony releases. The Sony yes. <laughs> oh, oh, We're doing Craven, Madam Web, and Venom. I'll let you have that one. Oh, Micah. You can have that, yeah. Micah. Okay. <laughs> I right. knew you guys wouldn't care. Uh, so I'm doing that just hey. because I know that they're stupid and and I know which one Ben's gonna take. Three of those so. equal one movie. You know what yeah. I'm gonna take? Yeah, I know what you're gonna take. I don't think you do, man. Oh, I don't. Nope. You're going to take Bob Marley? Nope. Oh.
1: What, did, what did, were you thinking going to take? What do you take? think I'm going to take? Kingdom? Nope. Oh. oh. Never mind then. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. That's a good one that I am yeah.
0: looking forward to, but...
1: It's... All right, Ben, what, what's your fifth pick?
0: Uh, I'm also... I'm going to do what Mike is doing and breaking the mold. But since this is two no, projects the mold. you guys You're just walking care through about, it. It. it's okay. And this kind of falls under Star Wars animation in general. Bad Batch Season 3 And Tales of the Jedi season two, both of which I am looking forward to more than The Acolyte and Skeleton Crew. Star Wars animation, in my opinion, has trumped Star Wars live action in a lot of ways.
1: That's because since Disney andor was spectacular.
0: I just. The Bad Batch season two has a lot going for it. The trailer looks really good. Um, Season three. Season three. Yeah. Um, And Tales of the Jedi, they could do. Anything with here's mm. hoping for a Balin skull origin story, but the first season of tales of the Jedi was amazing so if they can maybe up the episode length and uh, Quantity that would be awesome, but I'm not holding. I just I just think that these are gonna be Really good. I have faith in Star Wars animation where I don't in live-action so I can count on these to be good, but uh, Those uh, are my pay that's you my you for accolade at all or I I have no reason to be excited Mm -hmm. yet. There's been no trailer and everything I've heard outside of that, most of what I've heard outside of that has not made me too optimistic. I think it'll be
1: fun. I hope so. I really do. I'll watch that before I watch Bad Batch Season 2. Definitely. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Uh, I think I'll watch it before Bad Batch Season 1.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, you guys aren't Star Wars animation people. Yeah,
1: We like like them. You
0: do, but not as much. Yeah. You, 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 you're after the live-action stuff. Did you see
1: the the fan
2: animation where they did... Clone um, Wars Battle of the Heroes? Yep.
0: That was fantastic. He didn't log it. It's on boxed Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what I'm doing once we're done recording here. Which that happens. wraps it up, right?
2: That's yeah. it. That wraps it we're up. We're here. We're here. i talked about everything I wanted to say. Okay. King uh, of the Planet
0: of the Apes. Few, Civil War. A few things that didn't get mentioned, though... Um that's coming out in 2024, uh, Avatar the Last Airbender. If wow, you're a I mean, fan of that. Guy his... <laughs> well, that, these aren't on Ultimate my, just, cheats. Just things you should know about. Um, you guys said The acolyte Gladiator 2 is getting a sequel in 2024. Godzilla versus Kong, if you're a fan of the Monsterverse, that's getting another one. I don't Godzilla really and think Kong. we are Godzilla Minus when, One Wednesday
1: season 2. Wednesday season uh, 2. <laughs> yes, come on. The first season was fun. Uh Did Umbrella Academy it? season 4 the final season? All time. All time. Have you seen any of that, Mike? No. Uh good show. Really fun show. Anything uh, else we're missing? You said Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes? Mhm. I don't think we're missing anything else. Oh, Inside Out 2 Inside could be good. Two, yeah. The first Inside Out, my brother Marcus was watching it yesterday and I just got sucked into that. Love that first movie. So,
2: Lisa Frankenstein looks fun. That's um, Robin Williams' daughter's first directorial debut, Zelda Williams. Uh, Zelda. Yeah, Bob Marley named actually after Zelda. Is Despicable Me Four coming out? It is. There's the the Mean Girls musical. Yep, that was fun to watch. Uh, I watched the musical in Chicago. Um, and then to wrap things up, Bob Marley. I hear. I don't.
0: I don't know if just judging from now. I don't know if twenty twenty four will reach the heights that was twenty twenty-three. But I will say I'm I'm more optimistic about the But movies. a lot of the
1: stuff on our list were kind of surprises per se.
0: Yes. Yeah, yes. Very true. Oh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire.
2: If you're That's a fan of that, soon. yep.
0: That one's coming out.
2: Godzilla X Kong, the new Empire. Rebel Moon 2. Rebel Moon yeah, 2. I'm sure You're a, a excited fan of that first that.
0: one, which I don't know anyone who was. Challengers,
2: the Cringe Zendaya movie. The Civil War. I think oh, that looks yeah, pretty good. That does look good. Yeah. Um Fall Guy. I think that's about everything. If looks iffy.
0: And if we miss something, I know I know there's an It prequel TV show coming out this year. I'm a big fan of the It franchise, so
2: Pet look out Bush for that.
0: For... Quiet Place Day One. That's true. That one's coming out too uh certainly twisters a, yeah twisters there's certainly a
2: lot to sink your teeth into there's in 2024 borderlands movie untitled alien movie yeah
0: there's there's a lot i'm hoping i'm, I'm hoping I'm to done. i'm hoping to watch more <laughs> though i'll say that i'm hoping to watch more because i think there's less out that demands my attention that's coming out in 2024. So yeah. I want to watch the best. Like I want to, I also want to catch up. You don't I have mean, like six so.
1: Marvel shows. You got to watch. 2023. four Marvel shows. Yeah. 2023
2: was the year. Yeah, of watched chaos the most, next year. Oh. I watched the most movies that came out this year. This year. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. That was a great no, like, statement. You no,
0: like, watched like, more like movies the most than you ever have. No, no, no. From like
2: a year that was released. Oh, I've I never watched a, a yep. year of movies the most.
0: Yeah, you you got your fill of 2023.
2: Yeah, 2023, I have 50 releases from 2023.
0: Yep. Nice. Cool. So if there's anything we missed in this insanely long podcast, please let us know down below. But this has been the multiverse award for multiverse monologues. You guys know what's coming up. If you're still listening, we've got the star Wars marathon coming right along the way. Let me tell you, I'm very excited to start that one for sure. But next week, Um, but next week you can take it away, Micah, because I,
2: we have the multiverse monologues,
1: Marvel movie marathon movie review list. Really, kind of like we're building up steam for Star Wars, and we're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. We got to re look at our marathon. Just to
2: give us a cap on uh, the first, how many movies was that? Like 57 million.
1: Yeah, so if you look movies. at the hours that we put into the Marvel movie marathon, we definitely have to dedicate an episode to so, talking about it. So
2: this is just uh, if you wanted to, if you haven't seen any of the episodes yet, and you just want to listen to an overview of us, we'll go through them all and uh, point out some hidden gems, maybe some ones that uh, the episode was fun but the movie wasn't so fun. Yeah, uh, just uh, an but overview, get a
1: little clickbaity title, and yeah, you know, like yeah. every Marvel movie ranked it's just yeah. three, three boring dudes talking about their ranking yeah so
2: <laughs> but before we get to star wars we got to clean up shop on the old stuff so yes yeah. definitely cool. not a throwaway episode it'll be a lot of fun oh um, i can't wait yeah uh, i mean just like this episode we had a lot of preparing to do I mean, fifty-seven movies.
0: Any excuse to talk about Punisher, two thousand eight is—I uh, mean—a reason for me. Let's just say oh that. Oh boy! <laughs> so look forward to those things coming up. Star Wars marathon. Thanks for Andy. sticking with us. Yeah, yeah. This is this has been a lot of fun for us. I know. I, I I mean, I love talking movies with you guys. I love it. I love it. It's and one shows. of my favorite things to do. And TV shows. And TV shows. Yes. We got a big year ahead of us. Yep. And we'll be back around this time next year with the Multiverse Awards for 2024. That's right. So look forward to all that. For now, this is Ben Rayside. I'm Just Ken. And I'm Destroying Worlds. Signing off, we all hope you have a fantastic day.